All right, let's get down to business here. Uh, we're going to get straight into this. This is like an edited on start to the podcast. Uh, we have to address something that came up last week. Uh, there was a press release coming out from EFG uh, to do with Spotify and us and uh, the way that that was worded and how it ended up on the internet. Uh, there was a lot of questions. We received questions from our viewers on YouTube, uh, even Spotify re- replying in the replies there, people asking the question about uh, if the podcast is owned by ESL. And uh, get straight out the gate. That is not the case. That has never been the case uh, throughout. What is episode is this? Is this 52? 52. This is, so this I, is our one year episode. Yes. So a year worth of episodes. And for those people who have been with us throughout that journey, uh, you will have noticed that, you know, audio quality has gotten better and worse and better again. Uh, we've done some video episodes. We've done other bits and bobs to try and, uh, you know, we've done some artwork. You know, it's not a big deal, but we had a guy make some artwork. We've just been slowly upgrading this. Um, and people who have been here with us from the start will be aware that this is just uh, the three of us who decided we want to do a podcast together. But the origins go back a little bit further. Uh, initially, I wanted to do one with Henry and Alex when we lived together in Malta, uh, in the Lantern. It was going to be like just something easy to do with the three of us uh, all being in the same place, but that never really came to fruition. When they did a couple of episodes, it wasn't very successful um, because we didn't have the follow-through. Then last year around Cologne, uh, ESL approached you and me to uh, come on in and do... Uh, let's get him out of here to come on in and uh, do. Ah, fuck. We had the we had the four episode uh, deal. Yeah, just to I'm do. just I'm just you got thrown off because Rush came and joined. <laughs> yeah, yeah so he did. I, 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 I yeah, that's all right. I'm just I'm just picking up where you left off. Yeah, last year on Cologne, Spotify had um, Spotify Germany, I believe it was, had asked ESL to do four podcast episodes around Cologne, um, which they tapped Chad and I to do. And Chad and I sat down with who we, we sat down with Carmack for one episode. We sat down with uh, Mapaz from uh, from Mavi Star Riders. Um, a couple other people and they were just like one hour quick one hour episodes no real plan it was just kind of you know hit play and go um and obviously uh that that went pretty well because this year spotify and esl kind of re-upped that that partnership um and as part of that partnership once again it was a podcast on a more permanent basis that wouldn't be around um that wouldn't be around a singular event. It would be it would be more consistent, which is kind of where they came back to to Chad and I and, and Yanko, obviously, with this podcast that we began because ESL has no product like that in their in their envelope. Yeah, but long story short, with this is that ESL came to us uh, earlier this year. They said, "Hey, Spotify wants to be involved in the gaming space." Uh, ESL is essentially the broker between us and Spotify. Um, that's our understanding of the events. They have no control over any of the content. They have no control over what we say, what we do. Um, so that there's no control from ESL over any of this, and they don't own it. Right? This is uh, Spotify, who are the ones that we're servicing here. And the this is only twelve video episodes, which we've already done two of. We recorded two of those literally in the same day in Dallas. I think we That's did the right, one with yeah. twists, and then we did the one with uh, Alex Machine. later that evening. Yeah, yeah that was on the same day. And I was going to do one last Friday, but once all this news and it was on Reddit, and there was all the questions about it, I didn't think it was appropriate to do one with Henry and Alex on Friday uh, because that would have just been even more not talking about Counter Strike and three guys just goofing off and being absolute clowns. So people think that maybe we weren't taking the. Uh, um, the fallout very seriously, which is not the case. Um, I'll be honest, I was pretty pissed off when I saw that initially come out. Yeah. Like I saw it and I thought to myself, like, how the fuck has this been posted without us even being notified? Because we weren't notified that there was any release from EFG. Uh, we weren't even, well, obviously we weren't notified. We didn't know that there was going to be anything at all. So we Actually, don't know what the text included. 
Yeah, I mean, during recording our last episode, it was it was the the Ryan at Dust Two messaged me and was like, "Hey, what's up with this press release around Spotify and ESL?" And that's when I found out that there was a press release. Was when we were recording the last episode, and I was just like, "Oh, this is interesting." And obviously, the language of that very much um, let's let's just say ESL kind of screwed up in this sense in terms of one releasing the press release without even us knowing even that there sense, was going to be one hundred percent, Jason. Like, yeah. the whole thing is this is meant to be like them brokering the deal, but like obviously. Obviously, we know that one of their sponsors for their events is Spotify, right? Like, there's there's no questions about that. But they don't have the they don't have the inventory of what we do as a show. And we did this show because what we wanted to do didn't exist in the space. Like, obviously, there's a lot of Counter Strike podcasts going around, but people do it a bit more like newsworthy, right? Or they do it a bit more hot take worthy. Yeah. A lot of the time, and people will notice we're just three guys talking about whatever random shit comes to mind. I read one guy, especially when this conversation was going on, saying, "Oh yeah, in the episode with twists, they started to talk about it, but uh, Sponge cut them off to start asking Jason about his sex life." And uh, I read that and I was like, oh man. It's like, I wasn't doing that because like, I didn't want to talk about this. First of all, I didn't want to talk about this with Twist there. We only have him for limited time and I didn't want to fucking, uh, yeah. you know, worry about the details of this. It's like, we're doing 12 episodes with video exclusively on Spotify. And once those 12 are done, it's done. That's it. And essentially, the reason we wanted to do this with Spotify was so that we could get a little bit of extra money coming in to increase the quality of what we're putting out because we enjoy what we're doing, right? That is, that's the, the fact of the matter is, at least it did until this like recent news. It kind of bummed me out a lot. Right? Yeah, it was a but, rough week. It was a rough couple of days after this. Yeah, but this is, and this is the thing. I think like uh, this, it's always going to stay true to, because I fight back against Yanko about fucking timestamps. How irrational is that? You know, like I, I want this to just be a loosey goosey chit chat fucking thing that we do. And then when we go to events, we do it in person. We, we've upgraded, we've got some more microphones. We can get a couple more cameras in the mix. You know, maybe I get a, uh, a, a, a stream deck, not a steam deck. I got one of those, a stream deck so we can change through the cameras a little bit easy. But people who have been with us, throughout the 52 episodes now we'll have seen things change for better or for worse as far as like the quality of production goes we're starting to use ai now to help us clean up audio and hopefully fix some of those issues because i'm sure there's going to be audio bleed through from my fucking headset again because I, I probably didn't adjust that one more time <laughs> um you know but we're, we're essentially where i'm ranting off to is this is just the three of us who have full control over whatever we do and that's why some episodes are shit and that's why most episodes we start talking about the clap we're talking about a sexually transmitted disease at the start of most episodes, you know? So it's the, we're, we're, we're definitely not the smartest of characters. We're just guys who want to talk about Counter-Strike and around the space. So um, what else did I miss here that we wanted to bring up? Um, uh, 12 episodes. That, most of those episodes yeah. will be done over Clone and Pro League, right? And then I think we, this is this is obviously for the future and this is something we can discuss uh, as we see how things things pan out. But um we look if this if if this is is good like the video quality we get up to is good i'd like to go back to putting it the everywhere right like having the youtube having everything and seeing if we can make it available on more platforms for people um but yeah that's the future so i'm yeah, getting future a bit is, ahead of myself yeah we have we have some interesting things that, that we want to do in the future and where it could possibly be and where it could possibly live but yeah that's i think that pretty much was everything unaware the press release uh didn't see the language didn't get a check and obviously the language was really concerning made it sound like esl owned the podcast which is not the case um yeah i wouldn't sign anything that said esl owned the podcast no i wouldn't that, either that just wouldn't happen it just and that, that, that's I think not happen. And, and the reason why it was so frustrating for the past week is because like there is a certain level where you can feel like uh there there you could see from the comments that we were getting that there was like a certain amount of like trust and faith that was shaken that that we were 
you know, trying to slip one past the goalie, so to speak, you know, trying to trying to sneak one sneak one past the audience. And that's not the case. And I think anything that are kind of erodes that that trust and that faith that the audience has in us is what's really, really nerve wracking for us is that all of a sudden we saw it kind of change. So that was the big worry for us that we wanted to clear thing up every uh, before we got on to another episode, which is what we're doing here today. Excuse me. Yeah, it's. It, I think that's a key point, right? Like, obviously, the people who listen to our show, we want them to think that they're listening to us just being ourselves, and and that is the case, right? So, uh, it, it it's frustrating when that what you're talking about, right? Like the the fact that that people have no had no question before, and now they do. And regardless of you know uh, the the facts of the matter, this is not owned by ESL. The people are are, are going to you know have their their mind made up one way or another now, right? You know it taints yeah. people, and that's that's the disappointing part to me. Like the the biggest thing with this, as soon as I, this happens, I start reading some of the comments. Is the damage done? Right, and and most of the stuff in the news cycle in in the esports world lasts for two to three days max. But it's the people who enjoyed our show that feel duped. That I, you know, want yeah, to, that you uh, really you really hurt for. That you really want to rectify things. Exactly, for. because we were getting we were getting good feedback. People were enjoying this, right? And and the last thing that I would want to do is taint this for. I'll be honest, money that I can do without, right? The money, the money that I'm getting from doing this is to help pump back in and you know get some more graphics made or get an upgrade of a camera or get in an upgrade fact, of a the, microphone. The, the negative money that you've you've gotten from this. I've actually well, yeah, but lost the, money. That, that's the thing. So essentially doing this for fun and then getting an opportunity to try and upgrade things and get a little support doing so. And then now the fucking heartache that it's caused is it's it's probably not worth it. But like I said. We got twelve episodes. We got ten to go. We'll get them done through Cologne and uh, Pro League. Pro League. Yeah, the first few Pro weeks League. of Pro League, we'll probably yeah. cap it off, and then we'll probably just keep pumping them out. Um, ideally, the, the the goal with those episodes is to to get some you know more players on. It's always nice to talk to the players and get to do that stuff. So um, we'll we'll see what we're able to cook up in the coming weeks. And I, I really still want to get Katie in on, and I still want to talk to some yeah, of those people. I have a couple of players I want to get on by the end of the year. That would be really cool. Okay, so this is like our start of the episode public service announcement. Uh, we should also say Yanko uh, is not here because he has gone away for his birthday. Birthday uh, vacation. So he's, he's not in the country at the moment, so otherwise he would be joining us. He, he takes this just as seriously as we do, but um, not able to to get him on the line at the moment, which is which is all good. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just trying to think, should we stop the PSA, start a new recording and get into the show? Yeah, let's do that. All right. All right. All right. Uh, someone was definitely delayed there, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it uh, I think it was me. <laughs> Rush, you asked a you asked a question. Well, you're lagging anyway because you're from America, so it's all good. Yank, uh, fuck. Rush, you asked a question uh, moments yeah. ago. Moments yeah. ago, yeah. Uh, just before we started recording, can you ask the question again? Uh, I don't remember what the question was. What was the question? Oh, Where's Yanko? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Yanko's Yanko's on holiday. Oh yeah, where is he? I already know he's in Spain. It's on a beach. Yeah. And did you know why? Uh, vacation. It was his birthday the other day. Do you wish oh, him a birthday? Oh, it was. Yes, I wished him happy birthday. Yeah, but it was weird though. I, I sent him a text saying happy birthday, but I think it was stormy outside, so he didn't actually get it till the next day, which is kind of unfortunate. What? I did uh, because it was so storming outside. Birthday. Yeah, I even put in brackets. You know, I'm sending this on on your on the day of the birthday, and then he responded the next day, and I realized that it, it only just sent like ten minutes before then, so it must have just been delayed somehow. Wait, I think it was the weather. What? Yeah, yeah, no. Well, sometimes Jason, when you it, because it, the message is going from Germany to Serbia, so, so sometimes, it, and it takes it takes a while, you know, to get There's to a, the place. A lot of clouds, I feel a lot like of I'm clouds. being fucking trolled here. 
So he only saw the message the day after, which was kind of because they only sent uh, on the day after his birthday. But I sent it on his birthday to let him know happy birthday. Because if if this if this wasn't true, Jason, essentially what you would be accusing Russia of was not realizing it was Yanko's birthday and messaging a day later. Okay, which exactly didn't happen. I even put in brackets though to make sure he knew that I did send it on the day. I, I put in brackets the day it was. By the way, happy birthday in brackets. I'm sending this this day. You're sending this from, from the it's, 50s it's actually, when, the, when the weather has an impact on communication. Yeah. It's an ironclad defense. What message service did you use? Uh, the uh, I don't know if... Uh, uh, can I... The, I replace it with B, Botspap. Okay, yeah. So you used... Okay, fair enough. So and then he, <laughs> you could just blame it on Zuck. He's been too busy getting yeah. into fights with Elon and maybe but, now that it's uh, operating a little bit slower. Just like at New Year's, Jay. You know at New Year's, Jason, when every, everyone's sending messages at New Year's Eve, they're sending out the pictures, Happy New Year's, they're all in front of the sure. fireworks, they're having the kiss. Or, yeah, so that's essentially what happened because Yanko's so popular that everybody was sending him happy just birthday flooding messages. Into it. So yeah, so Russia, Russia's couldn't get through, obviously. You know, yeah. it is. Yeah, it is. A, his birthday is kind of a does kind of mess with my brain because for the past like almost decade, we've celebrated his birthday during Cologne every year, and now that Cologne is moved, it feels very, very strange. I even notice it with like you see all like the tweets that HLTV puts out, like on this day in 2019, Liquid completed the Grand Slam at IEM Cologne, and like on this day in 2016, uh, the Brazilian Core won their second major at ESL. Cologne. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just sat here and I'm like, this is so messed up that we don't actually have Cologne going on right now. Because it's always been over 4th of July. It's always been into this first week of July. And and now it's 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 just empty. It's just a hole. Now the travel day is my fucking birthday. I've got to travel into Cologne on my birthday. It's like, man, I've got to travel. Your birthday too, Chad. On the 24th of July. Wow, a couple of July birthdays here. Going to be 30, 24th 34. as well. 34. How's it feel? Yeah. 34. Like I'm in my mid 30s. Vastly different than 33. I still feel like a 25-year-old. How, how old is Yanko? Uh, 30? 31. 31. 31, okay. Yeah, I think, I think. Oh, I, be careful. Well, I don't know. I don't know everyone. 31. Ages off he just heart. turned 31. So there we go. We got there. We got there in the end. Yeah. But yeah, so there you go. There's the answers to your questions, Rush. All right. And was that the only questions you had for us today? <laughs> uh, I think so. Nice. No, you didn't have... Oh, I thought you had... Okay. Did you bring anything else for show and tell? I did. Uh, I did pick something up on Amazon. I thought I'd like to talk about it. I've been very uh, excited about my uh, emulating adventure recently. Um, so I. Uh, How was it received? A, uh, did you get any any emulator enthusiasts kind of reaching out to you after the last conversation? No, no one. Not no. one person. Not one person. I'm staying away. Ever since that one comment where some guy uh, shit talked to me in the Reddit, I am not. I I'm staying away from. Um, any sort of comment sections or anything like that. I don't want it to change how I act and stuff like that. So I'm staying away. Fair enough. You know, uh, unless someone tells me to my face, I hate you on the Talking Counter podcast, then I will not come on here ever again. But as long as it's, uh, yeah. So anyway, I bought this uh, little device. It's pretty, pretty damn cool. It's a MiU Mini Plus. It is a MiU. So are you like, how would you spell that if someone wanted to type that into M-I-Y-O-O. Uh, bang right, bang right. You guessed that or you googling that? I googled it earlier. Ah, okay. Well, okay, so the MiU Mini. Plus. Is it the Plus? Yes, the plus. I have the Plus okay. variant. So I, what? how cool. many, before before we venture forth here and you explain the details of the MiU Mini Plus uh, edition, how many handheld gaming devices do you own? Only three, only three. I have a Steam Deck. Only three. Okay. Uh, which wasn't given to me by Valve like some people. <clears throat> um, I have a PlayStation Vita. 
uh, which is kind of cool, which I've had for ages, but I'd never a PlayStation touched it. Vita. Vita, not a PSP. A and PlayStation that's what you were talking Vita. about on the last episode. Yes, and Hank also Henry, has a PlayStation Henry was waiting Vita. for his to be delivered during the last episode as well. Yep, okay, he's taken yes. it to uh, Copenhagen, I believe, so he will be playing it on his travel day, which is okay. nice. I might re- get a report from him of how okay, it went. Okay, yep, yep. And now I have the Miu Mini Plus, which, if you look at it, it basically looks like a Game Boy. Yeah. It has like an IPS screen, man, it looks really clean. I have the the uh, black transparent version, so I can see all the little stuff inside. All the gears, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's and, the nicest uh, visual game that you could play on it? I mean, I haven't played that much stuff so far. I played... Uh, because I never really played Pokemans when I was a kid. My brother played a lot of Pokemans. But, are we talking uh, the red and the blue, or are we talking? I believe this is a uh, our, our friend Pex. Uh, he told me to play Emerald, the Emerald version. Okay, or right. there's a sapphire a version as well. Yes, there's a lot of different colors involved here. Um, so I'm tr- I'm trying out that. I'm not really a Pokeman to be honest, um, but I, I think it's okay. Uh, I'm not against the idea of the Pokemons. But uh, so I'm trying that out. But it can, you can play Game Boy on it, Game Boy Color on it, Sega Genesis on it, the Neon Genesis. I don't know if that's the same or different. You can play up to PlayStation One, which is kind of cool on this little tiny little Game Boy. This episode okay. brought to you by the MiU Mini V2, proud <laughs> proud partner. V2 is actually the Mini uh, that, which was a very very because this is the Mini Plus, which is a bit bigger. The the one previous to this, the standard Mini, was like tidy. And I did actually want one. I actually bought one for my brother because he used to, he was, like I said, he was the Pokemon. Um, so I bought one for him. I don't know if he ever played with it or anything, but then I, I was kind of jealous because I wanted one for myself. And when this came out, I just copped it in stuff Amazon. How, wow. how do you decide, Rush, which of your handheld uh, devices to use? Do you have like, when do you um, use the Steam Deck over, over the MiU? Well, the Steam Deck does actually get like a, it has a use case when I when I fly to an event or something like that. I do actually play it on the flight, and sometimes I play it at the hotel as well. So the Steam Deck does actually get a fair bit of use. I will say that the the Vita is more like all the time I spent setting it up. Uh, I that was probably the longest I'll use it if I'm going to be honest. I think it's cool, <laughs> but it's it's kind of the fun in setting it up is like part of it in a way. Sure. Like, Whichever one I've just done, it sits on the table, basically. The Vita has moved to the back now with the Steam Deck. But the Steam Deck will always have use. I just don't use it at home. I use it when I you know, travel. And the Miu, I don't know. It's kind of cool, man. It's, you can put it in your pocket. Not that I'll ever do that, but you can, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like if people want to be in the handheld gaming market, uh, they should look to some of these devices. There's a uh, lot of them. It's ridiculous. It's very, very intriguing, Rush. I know there's a lot of people out there who are, who are obviously emulating enthusiasts. Uh, we've learned recently uh, your your mate, uh, Justin Kyle Savage. As yes, a bit he of, uh, recently, uh, uh, yep. enthusiast. he picked up a Steam Deck uh, recently and he might be uh, allegedly um, emulating some things on that, what? which is kind of cool. So we had a little chat about that. What's held you back from the Switch, Rush? I noticed you didn't have a Switch in oh. your The Switch? My girlfriend has a Switch. Um, I've played... Uh, to be honest, I'm not... I'm not massively into a lot of Nintendo games. Like, growing up as a kid, like, I had an N64, but I didn't really play that much on it. And that was more of a PlayStation, PlayStation 2, then I moved on to the 360. Sure. Um, so, I, But I've played a bit of Zelda, and that seems really good. Um, but, I don't know. Just not the, not like the games, not the games that you want. The games, I'm not... Like, Mario's cool at all, but I'm not that bothered about, you know, playing Mario games. Even though I know they're apparently really good, blah, blah, blah. And Nintendo makes the best games, blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. I just, I'm just not too bothered. Okay. And the Switch, just, it's pretty locked down. You can't do much. You know, you can play Nintendo games and that's it. 
So unless you can hack it, he doesn't want it, Jason. I got I don't want to. I'm not a hacker. And, uh, not a only hacker. if he can set it up for three hours and then set it aside and never look at it. Again. <laughs> never touch it. Never touch it again. It's a only, fun process. I'm actually looking at custom buttons for this thing as well, which is ridiculous. You're like, a fucking nerd. It's just a, this is like keyboard it's just a modding. Thing to think. It is, yeah. And uh, there was a period of time where I was really looking into keyboards and stuff like that. And I really wanted to build my old one. If I, But it costs so much money. It's ridiculous. If I had unlimited time and unlimited money, I would definitely build like keyboards just because i don't know it seems kind of fun it's like a jigsaw puzzle you know it's the same sort of vibe in a way the or like question, model building the question is how do we get you to have this enthusiasm for counter-strike rush <laughs> i think i do mate no but we need it in the server i want to we need to get in face it We've look this- there was a period of time there was a period of time yeah, chad like i said where it was right after i am dallas i had time off you know where I'm i literally you i could this. i could have done nothing I, I was doing nothing all day and pre-Dallas I was like yeah can't wait to get back into the counter get playing you know stuff like that and all this stuff I get home you've already like you've joined in because Hugo and Harry weren't at Dallas they were already like grinding and then you you got in there you know and I noticed I never got an invite I was sat there for two weeks wow like at home doing nothing staring at my monitor having TeamSpeak open I could see the channel with five people in it I don't know if you noticed but there was a period towards the end of that two weeks where I just didn't even bother open TeamSpeak anymore didn't even bother because it's like I wanted to get into it and now I'm back on the clock you know I'm grinding out some content and stuff like that I can't be playing face all day man it's just it's just simple as that I, I'm you know? glad I'm glad that he said this here Jason I broached this yesterday with uh, J-Raz and uh, I brought this topic up to him I said J-Raz I feel like Rush is holding a bit of resentment towards me because of the, this situation that he's perceived. Sure, uh, and and I wanted Jay to talk to Rush, but it feels like he's he's gotten ahead of this here today. So I didn't expect us to have this Doctor Phil type type moment going on here, but uh, I, I think I think we can broach it now. It's healthy. Uh, it is, it yeah. is, and it should be spoken about. Now, I think that there's a key observation here that he did have that was accurate was when when we did return. I think I was was uh, I got right in there with the Harrys and Hugos immediately. We had uh, the Goat League coming up, right? So there was a Henry G. There was there's a lot of Counter Strike action going on on first return, and um, in recent times, and this is at no fault of Rush's, even though I like to give him a hard time about it. He's uh, he's a busy man, Jason. He's a busy man. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot going on, and it I'm is a, true. And I, I, I'm not a busy. In comparison, I am nowhere near as busy as Rush, right? Uh, so you know, I'm, I'm free to ga- game all the time. So I'm, I'm giving Rush a hard time about not being available, which got, gets to the point where I'm messaging him to ask if he wants to play because I like playing games with Rush, and a lot of the time he has to blow me off. And then I think well, down. <laughs> no, but you do because you're busy, right? You have to be like, nah, man, like I'm doing. Then yeah, I get it, right? That's terminology, fair. just the terminology. Well, no, but that's just that's how I feel, right? If we're be, if we're communicating like openly and honestly here, it's just uh, funny, you know. I had two weeks off, I had nothing to do, no invite. The second the second I start back up again and I'm working, you you poke me ten times a day, you message me ten times a day. You want to play? You want to play? You want to do this? You want to do that? And it's just like <laughs> it's great, man. I appreciate that a lot, man. It makes me so me we're feel we're good. we're getting we're getting here though. So um, where have I left off? Well, what have I? What have, what was I just saying? Um, I'm not going to say it out loud, but you were saying something. Oh yeah, so 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 when we were back, and I did notice that you weren't coming on Teamspeak a lot, which was pretty sad. I was like, oh, I must, you know, I must be fed up of like because in the lead up, I didn't come on Teamspeak because I was depressed, bro. I was straight up depressed. But this is the thing. Depressed. This is where rush, rush. This is this was not recognized by me or others. This is you. You should have reached out 
and expressed yourself here because you know we all love playing with you. That's why we're always messaging you all the time. And I think this is where the miscommunications happen. Uh, like, not when I, I'm actually free, though. I didn't no, but I, I think I think that's that's where the misunderstanding is here, Rush. Because of the time off, I think there was an expectation that you were spending time with your significant other. Because in the lead up, you've you know you've been a busier man, and this is this is it. We've 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 just you know we've gone in different directions, Jason. And I hope I hope the life likes of Harry, that. the Hugos, the J Razers, they they listen to this, and we can all sympathise with it. Because Rush, we I, I apologise. Oh, I understand nothing personal, you know. But it, it did uh, it did feel bad at one stage, you know. I mean, I'm glad you feel comfortable. Pex to and I this. were we were being depressed together at one point. Like we were just talking about no invite today, man. That's he's Swedish. That's why I said it like that. Uh, you know. So yeah, it's like it, it felt pretty bad. But, but uh, anyone can start like a, a five stack, right? Like there's no there's no one stopping anybody this from is, getting involved and talking to people. Like this, it's just it's just a poor. I know, but it, kinda, it, kill, it killed my motivation a little bit. That's all. This is a, this is a this that, is a Rush. classic Counter Strike problem. This is like back when we first started playing, and you know you had your your group of friends that you're just like hopping into public service with, having a good time, and then and then a certain section of those people decide I want to be a little bit more competitive. You know, I want to get a little bit more serious into this and then there becomes a little bit of a split that's where we are right now boys yeah, yeah. And, but and, that's fine if I, when i'm when i'm when i'm free i want to get in there you know what i'm saying and then, and this is the thing and i know that we can't make a we can't we can't uh, make up for the time that was rushed but we can take up we can make up for the time that will be that there is an open invitation i understand you're working you know we've been getting into meetings today we've been talking about some stuff I'm right. uh, and and i understand you've got a lot of other things to do but now the 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 door is open i've i've, I've formally invited you significant amount of times here and I, I'd, I'd love to love to get back in the server with you i like you know i, I like the counter-strike with you i like playing with you i think it's fun with you and the lads and uh i apologize that we've had this uh between us also i feel time. like for my a player my caliber it's a bit of a waste playing csgo right you know i need to be focusing on the one true and that is cs2 you know what i'm saying rush i'll play some i'll play some games with you i'm usually on in the afternoon playing some you know fragging doing doing some work i'm like chad i'm, I'm not super busy some CS2 maybe? Yeah, I'll get in some CS2, some nuke. All right. Some nuke, I can't yeah. waste my time with any more CS2. I mean, uh, there are a lot of bots. Maybe we make this a PSA that if you're semi-decent at the game and you are you lucky... A lot of people are getting CS2 at the moment, it seems, by the way. If you're lucky enough to have it, please queue. Yeah. Uh, my God. Some of those lobbies are the, brutal. The first official so talking counter CS2 grind with, with listeners is going to be coming out soon. So get ready. It's just... It's just one of these things because like you're gonna bop them, right? And that's fine. Like there's obviously gonna be skill dis- disparity, but it's just hard when they camp T spawn and T roof every oh, round. That is the sure, that just is come awesome. outside. At least that's aim map. You know, like, let's let's buy a scout. Try and kill me, man. But I get it. They're trying to you know rush their learning, and everyone it takes everyone. Uh, I just don't kind of understand how <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know how some of these wow. people even realize they have CS2. Like I, you, I don't, I don't know. Because when Jesus. when when you it's guys a lot of judgment were judgment going on. Right? During that, yeah, I know it's kind of messed up. Even coming from me, um, during that two weeks <laughs> where I was alone and depressed, I did play a lot of shorties on Mirage on my own, which was very depressing. By the way, he's trying to make it sound worse, like he's going to the cinema. Or like, I know, and I, so, some of these players eating, man, eating meals on his own. On. It was very sad. Like um, <laughs> some, so, I, one day I just sat and looked at the wall for an hour. <laughs> have you ever gone <laughs> to the I, movies see, alone? Rush? Me, you have been all right. Uh, I've gone to the movies alone. I don't alone. think I have. I, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with a that. Solo no, a solo movie is a nice, a nice thing, a nice afternoon to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I've gone to the. I think I've told this story before. I've gone to cinemas before, and it was just me and my dad, and we were the only people in the whole cinemas. But that's not that's the same nice. as going that's in your sweet. Own, but having an nice. empty cinema is cool. Kind of a different topic, but yeah, I want, that. I want to do that. I want to go watch Oppenheimer. 
if you guys know. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for that one. That one's going to be great. I want to go watch it. Uh, maybe uh, if there's time during Cologne, sneak away and watch it. You struck like, me as more of is... a Barbie kind of a guy, Rush. <laughs> okay, I wanted to talk about Barbie, actually. <laughs> of course you did. Like, um, my girlfriend was like, oh, let's go see it. And I was like, no chance. But then I've heard more about it, and it actually seems decent. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? So do you want the people at home who may have seen it to give reviews to decide if you should yeah, go right? see it's it or not? Out, but Isn't maybe it? some people okay. have... I don't think it is, but I think maybe some people have some inside info. Even in the trailer, it says, if you hate Barbie, this movie is for you. I don't. Say, I wouldn't say I hate Barbie, but <laughs> I, I have no feelings about Barbie in particular. Uh, but apparently, like, it's not bad. It's kind of uh, good sure. from what I'm kind of hearing. But I well, don't it has know good actors marketing. in it. Yep. It does have Margot good actors Robbie, in it. Ryan Gosling, yep. right? Like, yep. Will Ferrell's yep. in it. Will Ferrell is in it. So Michael Sarah, Like, it's good. It's good actors. It could be funny. It could be fun, and it's it might be and terrible. you do it for the girlfriend rush. You know, you got to make those. Exactly, you got to make yeah. those. And if I happen to, yeah, because I watched Little Mermaid the other week. And uh, wait, let's you just went say, Little Mermaid. I, let's mate. just say I didn't really want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and this this was the day after Dallas. That morning, I woke, woke up at five a.m. and we watched it at eight p.m. So I was kind of, I was, I was going in and out. Honestly, look, if I had a kid, I'd do Little Mermaid. I'm not doing a Little Mermaid for the girlfriend, mate. I don't, can't go see Little Mermaid. What am I seeing not, Little Mermaid not for? The, it's a movie for fucking not the live action. Re- make i could watch i could watch the children right uh i don't remember much of it but i think so yeah yeah there wasn't that much blood and gore honestly Uh, well i wouldn't expect so and you know the story like everybody i don't know the story i mean i actually don't i don't i didn't know the story i didn't know she stopped speaking at one point not spoil it or anything but apparently at some point the uh the evil squid takes her (laughs) voice away Maybe and that happened. Had, uh, I feel that's not a key detail. Was no, that a key no, no. detail? That was a key detail. That that's the that main. Turns, that's the main issue. That turns, turns out I don't know the story. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> when, when she takes the voice away, that's when she becomes uh, human with legs, but she can't speak, and she has a challenge to kiss the dude or fall in love or whatever um, within one day or something like that. And uh, if that oh, doesn't happen, reasonable. moves quick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but it kind of worked out. But then uh, the, the squid did some evil evil shit, obviously. And it wasn't that simple in the end. As as squids do, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a terrible movie, but <laughs> I, I'm not a massive fan of musicals in general. So the second they start singing, I you know, you can close your eyes and you can not see, but it's really hard to close your ears unless you use your fingers. And you, you don't really want to be looking like that in a fitness cinema, you know, just plug it Little in. Mermaid has some of the best, uh, the best music in all the original Disney uh, movies. Yeah, there's a couple of bangers. Whole new world. I, can't, I can show you the. You know, I just can't be bothered. Wait, that's that Aladdin. Aladdin? <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. It's the same vibe. You know? Aladdin has good music too, though. You know, Aladdin, Aladdin Lion King, and, and Little Mermaid. They have some bangers. I do enjoy Aladdin. Aladdin. Under the Gen- Under the Sea was good. Yeah, it's yeah, that's a, a that is that one is one of the bangers. Yeah. yeah. I think they did some remixes at some point as well. What are we talking about? This isn't fucking movie reviews of Disney. I did watch Spider-Verse as well. That was sick. (laughs) That was really sick. I really enjoyed that. That's a a transition. That's a whole new style of movie. You know, Spider-Verse is animated, and we could do a mini Get Animated right right here, right now. (laughs) What about Spider-Verse? Why don't you talk about this new anime that you're watching called Hell's Paradise? Oh, okay, Hell's Paradise. Um... I've only watched two episodes of that so far, but I did finish Vinland Saga recently. Very good. Big recommend. Vinland Saga. Very cool. Didn't you talk about this last week? Very fun. I don't think I did, did I? Vinland Saga. Very cool. I have talked about it a lot to you, though. Vinland Saga. Very cool. Big recommend. Um, There is a new anime coming out, which I'm kind of interested in. Basically, not uh, the vending machine one. This guy is a massive... Jason, listen to this. Tell me if you want to watch this. We can watch it together if you want. There's there's this guy who's super into vending machines, right? And um, he's like 
carrying a vending machine home or something like that, and the vending machine falls on him and kills him. You know, which is kind of sad. Sure. But then, bro, he's reborn into a new world, a fantasy world, and he is a vending machine. This is that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. My if you look at my Teamspeak so... avatar, that's the main character. I don't know if you can. Pull I can't, that up I, I the... do have it. This is I don't even. Yeah, that's the, that's the main character. I think he's called Boxo. Well, if so, but he hasn't seen this, Jason. He's just he's no, literally no, just no. from reading about it coming. He's excited <laughs> about it. So this I think is the first episode out. So if you've got Crunchyroll, get on that. What's his What's his purpose? Is, is he just runs around vending waters to people? Well, I think he's super happy that he's a vending machine. I think he gets carried around and stuff in this fantasy line, like a backpack or something. I don't I don't fully know. I might have to watch it to find out. Maybe that's episode five of Get animated whatever episode we're on now but sure yeah chad told me to watch this anime i'm watching that there's a lot of new new uh anime coming out season jujitsu kaisen season two you know what i'm saying can we go back to the counter-strike rush um sure so like when we play counter-strike on ancient right ancient's our home map i when we're scaling up b long on the t side up the b ramp you know beehive yeah i know beehive okay so you know that little like wormy position that's just up from it where you're like next to the slanty bit and you can kind of area kind of yeah yeah we need a name yeah, for yeah, that yeah. That um, needs a name. rat hole needs a name because when we scale up b rush like the first guy in after we've cleared like the first fight because we're going to creep once we get there i want one guy standing just to... there's terrible man. no it's man. not bro it's it the is. way we fucking play i've been talking about to the boys a lot about this the way we play is when we enter into the site everyone just fucking zerg straight for the pillar like a baboon yeah, get a yeah, guy yeah, into that, that can't do that get a guy to that position trust me you can cover well, short just hold it while people are running in Ex exactly and one in guy that scales scenario the... not terrible if, but that's not, not it because that's but that's every scenario when you're scaling into b bro someone coming yeah, yeah, in yeah. like obviously that's not the first fight you're going for and if you get a guy boosted on the tall box and he's watching the back of cube so right side long right long side b if he's watching that you know a guy is either pinned on the right side or a guy can swing from the left and you take that fight so now the first guy scales up the ramp he's jiggling the short fight jiggling the pillar fight gets up to rat hole we'll give it a better name than that <laughs> He waits. The next guy starts scaling. He can right. now have his back along the site wall and start like just jiggling and looking. Obviously, a deep shore is a problem, right? But you, yeah. you know, we're obviously jiggling and getting ready for these fights. And he can then start taking fights towards long as we clear into site. It's been it's it's a key. I don't want to hear from you. It's not a good spot. It's been something me and the boys oh, bro, have been working on. It might long, it might you know I, I it might just not be a it might not be a rushly spot. Uh, that's that feels like more of a Hugo spot. I don't want to hear that. If if he's the first guy in, I need him to go there because the scaling's pathetic. Otherwise, the first guy in goes there. Be, be, the way you scale up the ramp, what are you running in like a fucking W holding? Hell yeah, ape? bro. Hell yeah. Nah, you, well, then no yeah, wonder dude. we're getting multi death man. Rush get is, Henry Greer on the phone. Rush is an apex. He's he wants to get into the action. He wants to push. Also, him. I always have the sport. No matter where we go, I always. But we're not have talking about on a rush here, man. Okay. Oh, okay. Talking about as we, you know, we're making our way up the ramp, you know, we're progressing up. We got a guy boosted on the box, watching the long side. Like it's about the pathing into the site. If we're just rushing in, it's more about the utility. Yeah, but here's the thing if I go there, right, I go into that spot as the first guy up, you know, I get to that position. Yeah. And yeah. then the guy behind me goes, like, actually pushes forward. He doesn't right? push forward. He scales into the he, site. Why whatever, would you he's, push he's, forward? He's advancing into the site. He's taking control into yeah. the site. Yeah. And he dies. He goes, Rush, what are you doing there, bro? No, but that's not right. Then you're playing with bad Counter-Strike players. Well, that's not how this works. Like you overlap, you leapfrog when you're taking a lot of territory like this. It's not just first guy in. You're not, your whole job isn't just to die. Like Each of these things are broken up into segments and the space that you take. And then you're looking for favorable fights. 
So essentially, yeah, like in that position, let's say you get to that position and now you're watching short right and left side pillar swing. And the guy swings right side pillar, he kills a ramp guy, you trade him. Oh, That's yeah, a yeah. huge Just kill, right? Like, you're like a safety net in that role. Yeah, now, yeah. Well, as soon as as soon as the teammate scales the into the net. side, you know I love playing safety net on some maps. Yeah, that but is one of my favorite positions that I have about, like came up with as well. Simple rules rush. That, if you're gonna come now play you, with now the boys, you're, now you're saying it safety net. I really like it. Does it make sense though? You know me on the Vertigo. I I can play a really good safety net role. Yeah, but Rush, imagine this. So now the second guy, he's scaled across behind the pillar. Now you in this position, you can activate a bit more. You can like start creeping up. You can look yeah. in a cave and then you can jiggle and clear close long, right? Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. you know? So like it's a, it's, you know, leapfrogging. And I, we need a thing. And here's the thing as well. I watch us play and we just sometimes just sit there like static pod bots. It's like we've-, we've I never do that, bro. We got mid control. We've got <laughs> A control. We've rotated an extra guy towards B and we just sit there. We need to be active. Let's flash for each other. Let's smoke. You know, let's let's keep doing things. Yeah. I never sit in, bro. Rush doesn't never just sit. sit there like some fucking vending no. machine with a smile on his face. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah fucking yeah, exactly, into it. Exactly, yeah. Damn right. Rush, I need, I need, I need, I need some vintage this, rush. This is, I can't. this is how you get invited to the games, Rush. You master this this philosophy and then you get your invites. Oh, the philosophy is master, bro. Don't worry about that. That's the problem. Uh, I don't know. The problem is not getting invited, you know? The confidence on this guy. Are you... Uh, no, don't even call back to that. We just had, we just buried the hatchet, bro. You yeah, can't anyway. do that. I got this fucking sick thing called the Miu Mini, bro. It's fucking sick. <laughs> Wait, Miu Mini this is where we started. We <laughs> yeah, started. we're back to the beginning. Are you out of content now, Rush? Uh, maybe. I'm desperately grasping at uh, any straws. All right. Well, you can leave. Um... Now. I went to a market the other day, I bought a half a watermelon for three euros. Not bad. Seedless eh? or seed full? Uh, well, it had some seeds. Okay, so not seedless. It was like a classic looking one, you know, the green, you know, with the the pink inside. Oh my god! Yeah, well, two, um, two, Chad, two Chad hates Chad hates two watermelon. I don't know if you know this. He does. He hates watermelon. Rush. Um, <laughs> I had a thought. It's right? a kind of a fun idea, actually. Um, Cologne's like what two weeks away or some shit. Yep. Um, Unless you, you're listening to this in two weeks, and that's it. OpenTwitch.tv forward slash go get the stream up, pump them numbers. Oh my god! Okay, go so, in the chat. Tito's clap. Tito's clap. Oh dear. Uh, that is Rushley one two three four five six ESL. What's your official title at ESL? EFG, sorry. Um, editor slash Counter Striking game specialist. It's on these business cards, I think. In game, it actually, actually is. <laughs> I no, actually hope maybe, you have business cards. I do, I do. I picked them up at Katowice. As somebody who lives in Cologne, maybe you could give like a when in Cologne for for the weekend review. Like near the near near the Lanxess is a nice cafe called Heimish on the street. In you know, can I uh, mention uh, like a Bubway Subway? I mean, oh, I just said it. Uh, Tony's Tacos is fantastic. If you want some tacos, no, but that's not central. No one's going to be going to Tony's. It's not near Everything's the venue. like a 10 euro Uber away, man. It's not. But why would people be going out there to go Uber, to fucking sorry, Nippers, Uber, man? Nippers. Well, there's another taco place I found out. It's near uh, Hoymarkt, okay. uh, which looks pretty good. It actually looks really good. I really want to go there. Um, <laughs> so you haven't seen so, it? Sweet. <laughs> it looks really good. It looks really good. I might go this week. Do you want to tell people what Hoymarkt and Neumarkt mean? Um, Neumarkt means new market. Uh, Hoymarkt means... Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like old market, like old town, right? Oh, okay. Old town, I, old then, I was gonna guess that, but it seemed a little too obvious. I thought there was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say, but then. Uh... 
Yeah. Well, I don't and you do like my... you do you do a lot of your shopping between the Dom, Hoymark, and Neumark, like that like triangle right there is like There's a lot like of like, high the shopping street, and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. High street and you can go down towards the river on either side. You have the like limestone steps on the Hyatt side where you have the nice view of the Dom and everything, all from the city side. Doing, mate. I thought I was doing that. You were, but you were fumbling the bag telling people like to go fucking twenty lime, minutes out of the city to go to limestone. Tony's Taco. Not twenty minutes. And then bro, go to a taco on. joint you haven't even been to. It looks really good though. I don't even know what it's called. Something something last, I think. Last something. Las Carnitas or something like I that. I can't, man. You're fucking too much. That's sick. Too uh, much there's, some good, there's a lot of good burgers in Cologne. Um, the Rhine is beautiful. Um, it's summer, so the sun is shining. The birds are singing. Uh, the zoo is... Well, actually, I'm not, I haven't been to the zoo in a long time, so I don't know. But there's a place called Flora, which is beautiful. It's like a botanical garden. It's absolutely beautiful in there. If, you, if, you're, if you're in the town for Cologne, that is. Uh, the Lanx Arena... I, I, I don't know how you actually say it, but the Lanx Arena, it's a big arena. Isn't it the Lanxus? Something like that. I don't know. I don't speak German. I guess it doesn't matter. That's unimportant. But Cologne is lovely this time of year, honestly. It is beautiful. All right. Well, Rush, I think we're going to get you out of here, mate. Um, All right. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you about this thing I bought off Amazon? Yeah, what's it called? It's a Miu Mini Plus, bro. It's fucking sick. <laughs> Right, Rush, work on I something got, better for next week if you can, do, yeah, all right? I got stuff to do. Maybe another, I don't know. Can don't you know. upload the recording for Jason now so he can he can edit this and we can put <laughs> yeah, it through Yeah, is that WAV again? You need WAV again this time. <laughs> yeah, WAV would be nice. Yeah. Not MP3. WAV would be beautiful. WAV Why would do you like enough. the WAV over the MP3, man? What's the reasoning? Uh, I don't know if you've noticed some of the audio editing over the past year of this podcast, but I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. So just just <laughs> give me the WAV and, you know, don't... Have you spoke about the, the whole AI uh, we we touched on along. it we touched on it briefly but yeah we did we can touch on it now we Rush. did spend a couple hours browsing AI services uh, last week uh, and found some interesting things so we're gonna we're gonna go the AI route I believe for the audio so the, the the good thing with the AI one that you used was the so one of the issues we were having when you you were editing the audio is it was low people were having issues hearing like they couldn't if once they were putting the volume up fully they were saying it was still too low and then we saw when we put it through this AI it raised that. And then I think there's sometimes a case where my headset will bleed, bleed into my microphone. Yeah. So if the AI fixes that stuff, I think the quality in terms of the the microphones is pretty nice. It's just sometimes the background noise or some of those little... The, the, the audio issues. is the one that was really killing me was like editing it so that it all looked good in Audacity and sound good on my PC and then upload it to Spotify. And everyone's like, wow, I have this like cranked all the way up and I can still like, it's still not at, you know, ideal listening volume and that i had yes. no, I had no idea product. how to do about that one so with that it's always like um you always need to do make things much louder than you think when you do this stuff like uh yeah way louder than you think yeah louder better than software but, but i don't know how to raise that level you know in a in a professional efficient manner you know what i'm saying Swack that gain up, bro. I was, Whack I was, I'm up. always scared to mess with the gain, especially on like the master one. I feel like it's going to cause the peaks to come back. So, so yeah, that that was the issue. But again, with AI, it, it solves it solves all the issues. We did a test upload last week, and it and it looked and it sounded fantastic. Um, yeah. This being AI one, I know you've been looking at AI timestamps as well. I'm very curious yeah, to see what they are for this. None of us enjoy the timestamps. I think a lot. Yeah, at least that's y- a dreadful role. At least Yanko and I understand the the desire for the for the time. Timestamps. Chad has a little bit more of a militant view of the timestamps. Um, For no reason either. Like I love that I hate it. Yeah, it, it is a very sticking point. You do get you do get heated. But if we have an AI that automatically extracts, you know, some timestamps for us, then all of a sudden we're cooking with gas because part of the issue is you don't want to stop in the middle of a conversation to write down a timestamp note. Then you lose the flow of the convo. 
Um, and yeah, that's why Rush. We would want you as a producer of the show, so what that you, mean, you I've could. Re- I've already been replaced, bro. I've been replaced by AI. Simple as. Not yet. We haven't. Ideally, we haven't selected actually. anything. Um, so you still have a you still have a fighting chance to put a resume in. You should full, fully do one test case AI one where it's everything's AI. The um, timestamps are AI. You don't even change anything. We might just well, this, we this might just upload. We might just upload our voices and just let the AI do an episode. What we were thinking of doing something could be cool. Like maybe there's an AI where you can pump the audio into a thing for the audio only episodes, and it creates like a visual representation of what we were talking about somehow. That would be that fun. would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Like even if you provide it with like some very basic assets. Yeah, we give it, it the visuals like that we've had made, it. right? Like we use yeah. those. Like the yeah, that that could be fun. Yeah, that would actually be really cool. I don't know if that exists though. No, but if it does, and anybody knows about it, let us know. Tweet it. They up have those ones where you can like write a sentence, like I don't know, like the dog ran through like a field of flowers, and it will create a video, like an AI video of a dog running through flowers. So I feel like if we, I don't know, maybe they don't have. What if we assets. took the transcript? We could take the transcript of the podcast that the AI pulls. Exactly. Take that, then put that what data into the thing that you're saying which takes a story no no no. here's what you do you take all of the transcript right you put that into chat gpt and then you get that to summarize it in like a, a 10 second window and then you put that into like a, a mid journey or something uh and then you get something out of that and then maybe you put that in something else and just keep going so this is this is turned into layers of ai now yeah we've got about three yeah. different ais working yep sheesh but this is cheap. this is where I, I'm I'm actually interested in this stuff, right? Because we saw it take. Um, we used another one that took the transcript and the timestamps and all that kind of stuff. It even does like a summary. It creates different social elements that you can you can post out there as well. I think that'd be pretty raw. But I imagine the more you upload, the more it'll be used to the type of language you're using. I would assume. I don't know how these things work. Um, but like the transcript, it can even it identifies the different voices, and then yeah. you can like name those voices, and then now I've got like a database of our of our voices so this thing can break it up you can even like eliminate stuff like if you know you you wanted to remove the ums and the ahs and the pauses you can do like quick quick cut stuff and everything like that so if we can because we're boomers right well we're not we're not actually boomers but uh you know we're, i wouldn't say i'm a te- technological whiz i don't think i ever have been but um if it, if using this ai software we can find some that are efficient for our needs and it can make things cleaner and, and just help us put out a better product for people to listen to, then then that's great. Like that's that's awesome. Cause the audio has been something we've struggled with for a year now. So uh there's I saw one you can have a plugin for your this was the issue we had with this one. The plugin that you can have uh to your Adobe, it, once you register it, it's registered to that PC. And if you want to change it, it's like this. I don't know how difficult the process a, was. Yeah. I just think the fact there was a process just annoyed the fuck out of me that you couldn't have it on multiple different PCs at once, which isn't great because I have this PC here at home and then I travel with a laptop, which we do podcasts from. And then maybe Jason wants to do something with the editing because we could just record video feeds and then it would edit it together, right? It'll cut to the guy talking and then cut back to the next guy. And it would just, this, this fucking software, this, well, the that AI. That stuff is crazy. That, yeah. that is really nice. It does the camera so, cuts for you, which is sweet. That would be cool. Then we could just record multiple video feeds and just pump it into that Bang and have it, it churn out the product, Done. right? And then I don't have to sit there and hope that I remember to change feed while I'm in the middle of a conversation. So I guess that's also a um, an option. You just need to have large enough storage to... We've really gone down the technical route of what we're doing here, haven't we? Because I'm, I'm just an idiot, really, Rush. That's why I want your help, man. You build. That fucking, is true. That is true. You Especially build with stuff. the. Uh, I taught you how to zoom in on a Premiere Pro the other day. That was yeah. a big step. Yeah, I used. That I even for... taught you about keyframes the other day. Wow. That's true. I did learn about that. Well, that's because I, I like sometimes when I'm like nerding out on counter and I want to show the boys something, I'll like make a video. <laughs> 
and I'll it's it, doing it in Adobe is easy, right? Like that's that's not it's not too difficult to cut things together. But some elements you want to do a little bit more detailed, and I'm I'm learning very a slowly. Bit of a sponge out here vibe going on. Well, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. Like I guess I could. I I was thinking about this. What do you boys think about this? So when Blast is on. I'm going to watch the games intently, right? These are the first games back. I'm yep. like gag and playing Counter-Strike like a froth under the mouth. I've been loving it. We've been playing games back-to-back with Justin. It's been great having him around a bit more. Hashtag humble brag. Just eight, just eight. Um, and, you know, like I want to watch these games, even though I know that this is more exhibition-y style matches, right? The stakes are very low as far as I'm concerned with this Blast stuff, but I, I'm going to be watching the games. I would love to just like at the end of the day, you know, download a couple of the demos or whatever, whack, whack the games on in refrag because you can you can be in there with other people and fly around and talk about the game and talk about like the actual, the X's and the O's of what's happening. Like, oh, they tried this opening this round and they they beat them by doing this. And just talk about that for like 30 minutes. I know it's not for everybody, but it's kind of- That's a very hardcore what, audience, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And it would also just be like summarizing the results of like the day and what we saw from those teams. But I would love to talk just a bit more detail because like what Rush and I were talking about before, where I'm telling him to go to this position and watch this and we scale like this, like that for me has always been the part of Counter-Strike that I have liked the most. Like I obviously it's really cool sure. seeing people win sick clutches and hit massive shots, but from an in-game leader, more nerdy Chad perspective, when I was obsessing, like I was always thinking about the macro and what we could do to block this or get this reaction. And then to think of how that game is now broken up, I would just love to sit there for like, you know, a little while just talking about those things. I guess it's kind of just like reviewing a demo in a way. Oh, and also I, it, it gives you it gives you a way to like start thinking about, you know, how and all you can make the comparisons to the roster changes, especially with the blast being this the first event for all these lineups, is like look at how this has actually changed the way this team approaches the situation. They now have a player who likes being a little bit more aggressive than their previous player. So he's actually pushing and taking space where previously you might have seen them just kind of get stuck in a choke point or not really move forward. And you could start having that conversation and start really building how these roster changes are affecting affecting lineups and affecting teams. Yeah, I think there's a lot of fun stuff to to look at from them, especially with everything so new. But I was just thinking about what I could build. But I would need, you know, Rush to talk me through. It. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, that's essentially, that's fine. essentially what's going on. But uh, but yeah. All right. Rush, do you want to get out of here? Yeah, I got some stuff to do. I got That's some good. stuff to do. Thanks That's for having good, me. Mate. Appreciate right. it. Hey, it was a time. great time, Rush. I'll catch you next time. Thanks um, for filling in for Yanko. No worries. No worries. Uh, hmm. I'll send you the stuff soon, Jason. Cool. I, I emailed you the uh, the PSA if you want to, uh, you know. Oh, okay. Good. If you yeah, wanna... Good to have a reference. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. All right. Uh, I'll catch you in a minute. Peace, 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 peace. All right. He's gone. Well. That's the end of, uh, of Rushley right there. That's the end of Rushley. I can't believe he hung around for longer than I thought, almost 40 minutes. Well, it's because we let him turn the air conditioner on. He wasn't sweating, you know, he wasn't dying in that room. I, because I messaged him and he said, uh, won't be down for pod potty, but chat, yes. And then he still came and had a chat and also recorded. So I guess technically he did both at once. But yeah, this is how we get him. If we just keep bringing him in for like 10 minutes a week, now it's increased to like 20, 30 minutes. And before he even knows it, he's doing full episodes. And we'll be just like, hey, Rush, um, can you just. Can you can you edit this little picture for yeah, us? It'd be really cool, just, man. Just grab hey, this one. Thing. Hey, Rush. You know, I, I've got to go. Can you? So now, nah, but uh, it, yeah, we we don't have Yanko this week, so maybe we get him. I don't know when he returns, but we can do another episode later this week, I suppose. After we've seen some of the games, that'll be cool. What is today? Today's only Tuesday, so yeah, we got Blast in two days. We just started talking about that. Um, what is the Blast y- schedule? 
So let's see. There's a couple of days with two best of threes a day, and there's a couple with three best of threes a day. But in terms of for European viewers, it's going to start at 3 p.m. in the afternoon for the first set of games on the two best of three days, and on the three best of three days, start at 12. Oh, there's so, there's no days off either. This is just straight through. This is Thursday to the following Sunday. Okay. That's what I was wondering yeah. if there was like a if like Wednesday was off. I can't I can't remember how Blast was organized this time around. But yeah, well, there's so there's so few like matches a day, right? They've just spaced things out a lot. So for example, like I know teams are going and arriving today. I think they do media tomorrow. I think Henry left today. Uh, yeah, yep. I'm pretty sure Henry left today or is leaving today. So yep. yeah, I guess everybody kind of arriving today being Tuesday, all the media and everything they have to do on the Wednesday. And then they start kicking things off on the Thursday, right? And it's not a lot. It's not doesn't feel like a huge amount of matches. Like there's not multiple streams. There's, you know, only a couple of days that are three matches a day. And the rest of it's just two games. It's really digestible. There shouldn't be any dramas being able to, you know, take in all these kind of matches and see what these teams have to offer. But I think people need to, temper their expectations like this is the start of the season insight that is low stakes that the re- the best reason to win is because for new teams is what atmosphere it will set in the camp yeah and i think that's maybe even the same for the established teams what atmosphere will set in the camp at the start of the season that's about it the newer teams they're going to have a bit more time right like oh it's okay blast it was okay we saw some good signs but we still didn't qualify we have to play the showdown or whatever that won't be the end of the world but it, you know, but if they play really well, they'll go, oh shit, we're fucking good. Like, let's try and carry that momentum, and you see how long some of these honeymoons. Because there will be a couple of teams with honeymoon periods. Yeah, and it's also the difference of starting out with the new lineup in in a positive light. It's a lot easier to work on things when you have like a qualification behind you or some kind of positive positive step behind you versus just getting smashed out of blast and having to like kind of improve starting from pieces. That's a very. That's why I'm hoping for EG with the new boys, Jason. Like they don't just get hammered. Like I yeah. hope that they have a couple of competitive maps because I think even though everyone's enjoyed making fun of EG and talking about this, these these players, these kids that were about to step up to the plate, they've got nothing to do with any of that. You know. They've yeah, it's a it's, it's, it's a whole nonsense. and it's a whole new lineup as well. It's not the one that's like been struggling for for years, right? They've 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 pretty. I think only automatic is remaining in any sense. So everyone else is pretty much new. Hex is coming back after he got kind of sent back down. But yeah, you'd you'd hope so. Um, tough though. They start against Vitality, which isn't going to be very much fun. Uh, and yeah, we'll just. I guess. I guess all eyes you have to imagine for EG have to be on Junior as well, considering kind of the resurgent performance he had recently within this team. Um, in, in some of their big sure, games. yeah, yeah. It, well, he never really got his ch- like when he broke out. He broke out into a Brazilian team, right? yeah. And then from there, it just kind of nothing really clicked. Whereas now he's had a chance to kind of take his learnings and rebuild back up. But I also think for like people like George, right? George Schnorts is a name that we've heard yep. for you know the last little while. It'd just be cool to see what these players have because I know some of the issues in the past is there can be bottlenecks for regions where players you know don't get an opportunity to go over and, and have a crack. Um, when you look at some of the stuff for the Aussie boys, maybe not the same, but like Rooster, Rooster went over. Um, there were a different Aussie name. It's good to see what some of those players get up to, like Vertex as well. Like if some of those lads you know get to go over and have. Right, uh, a crack like when we got to see Savage and his boys with with Ben the Legend, you know. Uh, so I think that sometimes the bottleneck means you don't always get to see what other players have to offer because one team is just more dominant in that region. Um, and some of these guys here, it'd be good to see them have 
this is big boy international competition, you know? Yep. Like, it's straight into the big names. Even And again, even though the stakes are a little bit lower, it's still and still the big names. I mean, even the implication of this is, this is really a, a big test for what, sh- in theory, is the next generation of North American players to see what we've got. Right, like they have to have complexity in their group. That's uh, that'll be fun. An EG versus complexity match to start the year, right? The two North American rosters because Liquid's not North American anymore. Liquid's not North American. That's gonna be that's gonna be really weird to get used to. Actually, that whole and co- yeah. complexity with Elise too. Jeff. I know. I actually we might not actually might not see that that complexity EG one till a little bit later. That complexity NIP matchup is interesting, but I think the complexity oh, I think the com- okay. I think the complexity with Elise is a really interesting prospect. When you consider, you know, replacing Fang on this lineup, if Liege gets a little bit of his form back and we see kind of a rise in everyone due to the addition of his experience and his impact, this team could get a little bit spicy Um, and it could it could turn because remember last year they were like that team on the cusp who could have like a good upset, but never a deep run. I think Liege could convert them into being able to have that that deeper run um, if he can find some of his old form back. fits in, though, right? Like because I've said this a couple of times and maybe we extrapolate a little bit more on this right now but because he's been in liquid for so long and you consider the heights that he's been in throughout his career like into a grand slam uh deep runs in majors you know like he and being considered a star player for a, a very large chunk of that time he's still competing now so one of the things even though he's young what is he 25 i think Elijah's even though he's even though he's still young and still in a position where he can he can compete like he hasn't aged out yet um it's does he where does he feel he's at in his career it's not what the you know what the birthday says it's what does it say upstairs and does he still have the fire to be a star level player because he is a star player right like he he he's a he's a great rifler and he he can be and he's not you know, he's not one of these twenty-nine-year-olds who are like. He's he's in a position right now where he could. You know, in, get in theory, the this last should be really good years. Yeah, his his like his prime. This should be like his his peak, right? Like two, three more years of of top level Elise before we maybe seen. I think I think more than anything, it's going to be the mentality and how he manages that in terms of. You know, at Liquid, you were there and everything was sort of built around you and how you wanted to play and how you wanted to do things. And you were you were the guy at Complexity. Is he going to come in and is he going to try and like maintain that same position? Are they going to keep Grimm, who's kind of been in that position for Complexity? Like that kind of management of what Elise wants, what Grimm wants, what kind of fights and positions and roles they want on tactics is going to be the big managing factor, I think, of, of where that goes. That, that clash between the two of them um, could be interesting. Well, this is it, though. You have to hope it's not a clash, though, right? Yeah. That's- obviously, over the years, there's been some eyes towards Elise for potentially being quite difficult to work with, right? Well, this is the the chance where, like, I think with the caliber of player and the quality of player he can be and the experience he has going into this team, he needs to be like a mentor as well as a star player because we haven't seen the best and most consistent floppy and we haven't seen the best and most consistent grim we know what like the peaks of these players can look like we know like they can be good riflers in their positions and we've seen them have like highlights that's great but if Elish can and this is the impossible and i don't even know how you quantify any of this but if he can you know play a good game and help elevate these other players to be that five ten percent better then it'd be interesting to see how good complexity can be but obviously i'm living in that land where everything needs to go right because they're still they're still lacking in certain departments right like they're just they're not 
sometimes it just doesn't feel like they have enough firepower in the server, and that's hopefully what a liege can alleviate well, here a little bit. Of. Yeah, I think that was. I think that's the reason why you saw liege coming in for for Fang, because I think Fang was supposed to be that next person of firepower. And if you want to talk about inconsistency, I think he he kind of probably had the most inconsistency, where you saw some absolutely incredible games from him mechanically in terms of just killing everything that showed up on his screen, and then you saw some games where he kind of disappeared and looked a little bit lost on the server and couldn't get the feel of the game under his belt. So I think that swap up, not even of not even comparing the skills between the two players, but the experience of Elyse versus the inexperience of Fang, I think that that is going to be a huge step up for complexity. I wonder where Fang's yeah, going to land, though, because I, I, I actually quite like Fang if he gets a little bit more time and experience. Like, surely he finds a place, right? Well, maybe if one of these guys at EG don't work out so well. Yeah, you have to think. He might be able to get his way over there, right? Like, it depends on how they look. Um because now that Liquid aren't like the North American top dog anymore and they're moving away from NA, you've only got OC and NAF. So it's not like you're even worried about them taking the next best North American prospects anymore, right? The the best North American prospects can go to either Complexity or EG. Right. And neither one of them and neither one of them has established any kind of dominance to, to where you'd that'd be the top dog. Yeah, you'd say complexity for now, right? But we have to see how this all shapes up. And I would still say complexity based off of the players and the experience in the server, yep. right? But this is where I'm excited to see what this EG has to offer and how quickly they learn. And if the you know the, the great reset of uh, CS2 has any impact on any of this, right? But so uh, essentially we were in group A right now. So we covered off like EG and complexity there in, in, in somewhat. You think Vitality just going to come in here and just plug and play and oh yeah, Flames would be good and that would just be good? I think, I think, because like there should do media and stuff now. There shouldn't be much of a drop off for Vitality, should there? Like there, 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 there really, really shouldn't be. When you can, you'd want them to start where they were, yeah. right? You wouldn't want them to have, be set back, like at most one step back from where they were, yeah, right? But you prefer them to be where they, and but these things are going to take time, but maybe having Spinks there, he can help, um, he he can help fast forward some of the learning with flames because they can cut the corner of he can just explain the concept in hebrew is it hebrew yeah i guess so okay yeah. I, I, I don't know but he can explain the, the concept and, and and maybe like this certain things that they can get across quicker because vernacular like even with what i'm t talking about with rush before i've been doing this a lot lately henry's been coming over sitting on the balcony i got some astroturf out there we've been chilling a little bit so we've been talking <laughs> a bit more and when we've been playing these facer games um, you know, we we know we're not the sharpest tools in the shed, so we need to make sure like our positioning's good or our yeah, utility's yeah. good or the way we move. So, so we know we're just going to get bopped. But if we do those things right, we can at least you know not be terrible. Yeah, we're we're getting old. You can't you can't just win by skill alone anymore. You got to use the brain. Yeah, and that's also at our own fault. If maybe we played a bit more deathmatch and stuff, we would be a little bit sharper. So you know, there's there's those things too. But um, when we're talking about this stuff, like uh, it's even just the way you think of an area or the vernacular you use to explain something, um, you know, it takes a while. Oh, you, the person's like, oh, yeah. like, what spot are you talking about? And it's like, oh, yeah, there. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, from that angle, you can see this. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm standing, and, you know, and I know it's better when you're in a server and you're flying around and everything. But um, still, well, you have to you have to be able to educate. I think I think the nice thing with Vitality with this change is you can kind of take those improvements in steps, right? And and if you contrast it to Complexity's change, bringing in Elise, you all of a sudden have that question of you know Elise a star player, Grim been the star player for Complexity. How's that interaction going to go? When you look at Vitality, it's like you didn't replace any of your like really meaningful you know production core. You know you still have Zaiwu, Sphinx, and Magus are all there still. Flames coming in for Dupree, who is kind of 
you know, a, a smaller element, more of a role player versus some, someone who's expected to kind of produce to actually drive the team forward. And you can go with Flames and, and uh, you know, if you want to get back to major winning level, you're going to have to incorporate him and give him things that make him a better player. Um, whereas Dupree, you could kind of just put him somewhere and he's going to know what to do. But at least but in does this... Does that mean that he, he leapfrogs Magisk in the hierarchy then? Like if you're looking at stars, it was obviously going to go Zywis Spinks, then before it was Magisk Dupree, then Apex. Like obviously not, I'm like in terms of yeah. your output, that would probably have been the order that you were looking at. So do you think Flames leapfrogs Magisk and now it goes Zywis Spinks, Flames, it wouldn't, Magisk? It wouldn't surprise me if that happens, but I think that's just going to happen organically based off how good Flames is. I don't think that's even going to necessarily need to be like any kind of meaningful conversation or like, you know, telling, you know, them the priority. I think it's just going to happen naturally over time. Um, but but again, Magisk plays positions too, where like, you know, anchoring bomb sites at times where it's like you don't you don't really need to change a whole lot with them because he's just going to handle that that position. But I, I think coming into this first event, you obviously just kind of plug and play and see what you get. You you tell them a little bit about the T sides and work with them there. Um, and then over time you're gonna obviously want to build a, a few more things with them. But that's I just don't think Vitality is going to drop off because you have just an easy plug-in upgrade to a certain extent yeah especially if you aren't losing the output of the zywas and the sphinx yeah. the Lord, right like if they're not affected by this change right and and their their output's not affected then they're still going to be extremely competitive especially in a group like this <laughs> where all three other teams had changes now i'll but tell you interesting i'll tell you where yeah. i think there might be issues for vitality if you want to go down that road i think if you okay. if you put them into like a close game against another top team like i think missing dupree's experience and his dupree always struck me as a player who's like when he's rotating into like situations his mind is first running through the options of what he can do for his teammates who are already in like what what utility can I use what position can I take I think that's an area where flames will lack so when you get into like crunch time and some big games that's where I, I would imagine you might see some drop off where maybe it's an over eager rotation from flames maybe he wants to get involved in a gunfight a little bit too early without using his utility for t- you know things like that I think- so you're saying the inexperience factor here but but do you not feel that there's enough experience in the likes of Magisk and, and Apex in the team um, or do you think it might just there be- are but I mean look you know how those situations like you find yourself in a random 3v3 maybe Magisk is dead maybe it's Flames rotating over and yeah, he's just the guy yeah. who has to make the play make the right play you know and he might he might not see the situation the same way Dupree did and if you're Zywoo or Sphinx and you've been playing with Dupree for the past year you're expecting something that you're not getting in that kind of a it's scenario it's a good point there's no trophies in the Flames cabinet like even how many stages are we talking about here like OG think about how many times they've they've made runs and events it, it it's not a lot. Like I'm, I'm thinking here, not a lot is coming to my mind, right? I think Flames has played at two majors. I don't. Think and it's a, it's a in stage stuff, maybe. It's a good amount of experience, like when you consider it at a tier one level that he got with OG. But I never looked at OG as like a team that was giving him like. How do I put this without being a complete dick? Like OG just never struck me as a team who had those kinds of like kind of like protocols and plans set in place. OG, whenever I watch them, always felt like they're just kind of freewheeling. It's like a, a really a little bit more of a structured pug in a way, and I don't mean that as in like they just kind of loose running around doing whatever they want. But I don't think they had like the depth of protocols and decision making. And this is how you play this scenario. Wait for your teammate here. It's kind of like if I you know you try and play smart in the moment as the individual. And, it, and it's all going to sync up. So I don't I think that fits though when you consider like the recent, like with Nexa going and Nico stepping into being an in game leader, right? Yeah. And the way that they approach the game. I would say, like, definitely considering the, the coaching staff of Rugger and um, Kakafu, right? That they, they definitely have uh, 
they definitely have some some approach to the game that they like here. But I, I, I imagine as well, like if your quality of player is not the highest, it does make it more difficult to pull off certain things. And that's a problem with OG, like their quality of player in terms of their output available um, is not yeah. always the highest, right? And that and that right there is is going to cause the same problem. Trying to run things, it's the same problem they have with a new lineup as well. Same exact issue. Yeah, well, that's what people are forecasting, right? Yeah. Like that that is is the perceived issue. There's no their names. You know, we know the names. We know Fasher is just on Fnatic. We know Keto is on Big for years. Uh, Regali would have to be putting in carry. Like essentially, they need to make sure that everybody can keep their head above water and they can feed. Regali as many kills as possible because like Nex has been out of the game for a while now Fiku wasn't even you know hugely impressive within the OG roster Fasher and Kido were more like Kido has some great deagle rounds don't get me wrong you know I'm sure Fasher does does the same he has some big but they're not the Mate, star players putting with the output at least in their previous team the new OG feels like they rebuilt the old OG with 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 different names you know, like it, 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 it feels the exact same to me. But like you have this, like it's just they're not Regali the for Dexter, yeah. And now they, the only issue is like the downgrade of Flames to whoever you want to, whoever you want to pick between Keto and Fasher as his kind of replacement. Yeah, well, but this is the thing. Like this is why for like OG and Fnatic, as like their their rosters are very uninspiring. But that's because they're not high up in the totem pole. Like, yeah, they're not. They're, they're not. They're not in the packing order at all. Yeah, they're not sought after teams. Like people aren't excited about joining these rosters, right? Which is crazy but we're talking about the best of the best right where like there are a lot of players who would love to be a professional counter-strike player in these squads but they're not pulling the biggest names in cs you know they're they're not grabbing any like crazy star power and eventually those stars are all going to be on teams. yeah but Um, at what point wouldn't you if you're if, if you think if you think like a gm for a second if you're like i mean if you're like an OG or fanatic and you have these kinds of uninspiring lineups like wouldn't you have rather have like gone for some young talent Instead of like, well, what's the goal, right? Is the goal to win, or is the goal to just make sure you're in the top twenty-four teams in the world uh, by, well, by which your region well, I think split to get sticker money? Is that like, what's the goal? I mean, I think it's kind of hard to say because I think on one level we're all we should always take the angle of the goal should be to win, and that's the way we should. Yeah, but we not should, everybody can. Yeah, but I think too when you look at like a fanatic or an OG, I guess the goal would kind of be you know short term stay in the top twenty, and like medium medium goal is find upgrades to your team. So while the goal overall is to win, maybe you do that by kind of staying put and, you know, accepting that you're going to be, you know, the 13th ranked team in the world for the next three or four months. And then as you get closer to CS2, you find some ways to upgrade or or bring in a younger talent who's shown some cool things in FPL or in academy leagues or whatever it might be. Taking a risk. Yeah. yeah. And then you upgrade along the way. And I think both are kind of in line with that goal of winning. They are just taking different routes to get there. So I I don't know. I guess it's kind of hard to say. Um, But I would just... would just be curious like you know at this point like we kind of know fico fiku fasher and keto we we know what you're going to get why not take a risk on a younger player we we know kind of what the the players at fanatic are going to get maybe you know at least take one risk of a younger player who might have something you didn't see yeah and that risk would be afro so like fanatic is a pretty old team yeah. realistically right when you look at the names here i i thought they were gutting the whole thing and they were just keeping mezzi but they kept three of the pieces they had they just brought in dexter from Mouse, and then they had afro the french orpa right you know what roster changed in the recent time i i, I did think oh okay this is like that i i was i actually saw this guy's instagram stories the other day and i went okay that has to be it for him like once i saw he was gone from flux so i was like that that's it for this guy it's phelps right sure and then i see now he's joined imperial with henny who's getting another crack as well so now you have the henny bolts 
uh, Phelps, you know, little trio right there. You got yourself a bit of Vinny and Joda in the mix. Uh, and then you've got yourself a you know a team that that isn't half bad. Vinny's apparently going to be doing the in-game leading. I think with Zach, the coach, Henny Bolts, Zach, that was a, the Immortals trio, right? That was in the yep. major final versus uh, PGL 2017 versus Gambit. Um, and I'm like, oh, it, it's it's okay. Like considering the, how the Brazilian scene was looking before, right? They they've come out of things okay. Like pain of fucked. Like apparently everybody. Bro, is that's out of pain. that's so fucking heartbreaking to me. I don't know. Well, they were looking good, man. I don't know how this happened. I don't either, and I don't I don't know how it's gone this way. But yeah, towards like by the time the uh, the RMR was rolling around for NA, I was so excited to see what Pain was going to do. I think even some of the players, the other three players that they've now lost, um, like Neck is Hard Zhao, like these they they weren't they weren't bad at all, and they seem to get poached. But what the weirdest thing about it to me is when I was looking at this. Brazilian shuffle, I was like, someone's got to grab Big Uzera and Skulls. Like, these are the players that can, like, yeah. really complete a team. And now they're the only two left. I do not know how Payne got poached to that degree with none of their important players. And now they don't even have a lineup. It's so disappointing. I wonder if they have moves that they haven't announced yet, right? Because PKL, he wasn't even on the Payne roster, right? He was the guy who who took some time off and then Big Uzera took over the in-game leading. Yep. And then PKL with Zevi, so the Orpa doing Fluxer with VSM, Lakalzi, and then this new kid. And then I think Hardzal on the bench. I don't know. Did he go anywhere? I, I, he I, did. Is there a nation just added someone? They added Nekis from Payne. Oh, no. Hardzal hasn't gone anywhere yet. Neck no, is, it's neck is neck is they added to to zero zero nation. So now it's cold zero neck is Dumal Lato and NQZ. And before I think they had that kid like next, right? He had the nine in his name. And like Taco still hasn't come back. Remember when Taco left? He's he still hasn't come back. So I guess maybe I think he's never I think Taco's back. out, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I kind of I should have figured it. I, I don't I don't know for sure, but he seems to be he seems to be loving the the life of uh. He's doing a bunch of boxing now, isn't he? Yeah, I've seen a bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, good, good to get out there. Be a bit healthy, but, but I should take take that up. But yeah, the the pain thing is uh, really sucks for me because I was I was getting really excited about that team, and I really like Big Uzera and I really like Skulls. Those were two guys where I I you know I could have seen them going so many places. I wanted them to go to Furia to really kind of complete that changeover to be the in game leader and another star rifler for that team. Um, I know Yanko's not into Furia, but I the more I think about it, the more I'm like, okay. I'll give this a go. I'm, I'm like, I'll give it a go. Yeah, like I don't, I don't understand the idea of bringing a second in game leader in with Fallen and Art, but at the same time, like I think changing three players at once is a lot, and they probably they spent a lot of money, obviously getting Fallen. Um, and I guess you know if Art's been there leading the team for what four or five years now, so like maybe he's earned the right to you know, hey, hey, bro, six months. Let's see what you got when you're not in game leading, when you're just like a standard rifler player, um, creating opportunities for us and being kind of the front man. Yeah, and there was always going to be loyalty, I would assume, from Fury towards Art. Like, I'll say, even even watching Imperial and DC at the Blast Finals, like Fallen called some really good games against Heroic. But they looked more structured, don't you think? Yeah. And they were like quite quite set PC. Do you think he'll bring that to? That's what I'm curious about. If he'll bring that to Fury, I don't know. I don't think. He, I don't, I, well, maybe he does. I just to see what type of style they play, because that that's the thing that is interesting to me. Or what will the approach be? I can see how they're going to use some of their pieces here, but I'm really just. Interested interested to see the the way that Fallen is going to call. Um, but they're in Malta at the moment. We should get Fallen over for a fucking podcast. That's a, that's one of the players um, I want to grab when we're at Pro League. We, we should get Fallen in there if, if he's... Definitely. Yeah. Fallen definitely would be a fun, up for fun talk. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, that I, I don't know. I'm I'm interested in that. Imperial, I think, is interesting. Even MIBR adding safe and drop, it'll see like with them not in the system that Fury were running, how they get to be as players now. Like because you you get an opportunity to reinvent yourself now, right? Like people assume, oh, they're just going to grab the version of safe and the version of drop that you saw in Furia, and they're going to be the guys in MIVR. That's not going to be the case. They're going to have, probably have some different positions. They're going to have different responsibilities. Like drop might feel that he has like more confidence and he can take more, you know, different types of jewels and not be so supportive now. He's had time to reflect because remember he's a young lad as well. Yeah, like drop is what fucking nineteen. Uh, like, yeah, he's a kid. Yeah, I actually never even realized that. I always thought it was like you know maybe like twenty two, twenty three. Damn, I don't. I don't think he was good enough for Furia, but like he's still quite young and has a lot of experience. So he 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 has the potential, like with some self reflection and maybe working on certain parts of his game, that where he could he could become a good player in the future because he's so young, right? So um, I think there's growth available there. Like the more you, because these are the details, and I feel like a lot of these details need to be considered. These are just like people in parts of their career and these teams being thrown together and the obstacles of buyouts and or the bullshit, you know, back in the day, it used to be more about this guy doesn't like this guy and that would stop roster moves. Now it's more about like this guy costs fucking half a million dollars and we're not paying that for this for him when we're going into CS2. Yeah. It's a different kind of landscape now. Um, Kind of drifted off the part, part of Blast. Imperial aren't at Blast, nor a mouse. We spoke about that, nor a Fnatic. <laughs> yep. Uh, no Game of Legion, no Apex. That's the thing as well, right? So this, the season will start at like different stages for different teams in terms of what matches right. are available. I think I saw a tweet from device saying they were playing in some qualifier uh qualifier for g8 yeah yeah which i can't find on hltv maybe i'm looking in the wrong place maybe i haven't looked hard enough um but yeah oh no here we go open qualifier two game is open qualifier ah so there'll be ips available that's why he tweeted out the thing it looked, i guess i guess or maybe there won't be anyway it doesn't matter um, so we'll get to like there's the the changes in Australis, like no glaive. Yep. And uh Borup Blame have taken leadership over. Yeah, and Stair getting into the roster. I think Stair's a good addition. I'm just curious, like with the Blame F back to in-game leadership. I, I, I understand that it's possible and he he's done it before. I just don't know if it, I, I would have just added Stair and kept Glaive Blame F. Yeah, I really I didn't see that change coming at all, to be honest with you. That was one of Two roster changes, I think, that completely caught me off guard. Um, I feel that means they completely lost faith in Glaive, right? Like, I, I, I feel like with a with a good team, like with good parts, and giving him another go. But there must be so, there must be some reason to justify that change, like because this is the start of a whole new chapter now, right? Yeah, and I, I'm I'm loath to lean on this too much, uh, but I but I wonder too if uh, having having uh having the kid and just like having so much shit going on, maybe they felt like he he couldn't be as focused as they needed him to be. And I don't want to go down that, that road too that, far, but that's yeah, just no, one that's, thing that that's I where would my expect. brain went yeah. as well. Yeah, right. Like if you're if you're willing to be, go like, all right, well, you had your chance, you're out. You know, like you obviously don't see the commitment that you need to see, or you don't see the production, or there's something that you you there's a reason that you're willing to make that change. Yep. Right, like, um, and now for people like Dupree and Glaive and everything, and and Zips, another one, obviously he was down at that academy roster for a period of time. It's like, what what comes next? Like, they're kind of left in the position the VP guys were when it all ended for them. It's like, well, what do you do? Yeah, do you, where do you go? Do you try? Remember all the teams that Taz made and Neo? Like, yeah. there were like there was Hanaris and um, Aristocracy, and there was all these different names and teams and projects that they were doing. So, I'm really curious to see what comes next out of any of those three names. I don't. Oh, I don't think. Be, I don't uh, think much, to be honest with you. 
You don't think there's any like bad bitch redemption arc where they're like, you know, coming out all sassy and being like, uh, 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 can't forget about us. You know, like. <laughs> I think, I think I could see him trying it, but I don't think it's going to be successful. You know, like I, it, that's the other side yeah. of the bad bitch equation is if you're not actually a bad bitch, it just looks a little silly. There's just so many good Danish players like around though. That's the thing. And and if they had the right, if they could get the right talent I, I, and have the the right people pointing in the right direction. I, I I don't know if they're going to win a major or anything, but coming through and get some upset victories against big names, I think is possible. I mean, if I'm if I if you're if you're like I don't I don't know if Zipix has I, I feel like less confident that we'll be seeing Zipix a whole lot in the in the near future. I oh think yeah, he but might imagine be done. your base is Dupree and Glaive, and then you get three like frags. If I if I'm Nikodos another chance on the orb or something, and then you get two two big rifles in there. Yeah, if I'm Dupree and Glaive, I mean, I'm I'm banding together perhaps, and I'm going to TSM. And I'm saying, yeah, I'm, I'm pitching them, and I'm pitching pitching them an idea. Yeah, they're they're putting together a team. Uh, they have what three players right now? I think it is. Well, I don't know if that. I don't know what's confirmed over there, right? But obviously, there was talk, and Cipher has just left into the breach. So, yeah. if if those are the rumors of where that's all going down, then I guess this is more information playing into that fact. Um, I I don't know what the fuck how how that's all gone down. It's not a it's, like, it's not a great looking team. If even if it no, is even if the rumors are correct, Inters, uh, Jax, and Cipher as your kind of starting three. Uh, and and what, look, let's be real about TSM as well. It's kind of the same combo we just had with Fnatic, where it's like you know you take some short term losses of of being maybe top twenty and you know building a brand new team from scratch and Counter Strike is really fucking hard unless you randomly get the Cloud Nine lineup falling into your lap or unless you want to spend like three million dollars so for tsm it's obviously not going to be a world beater as soon as they put a lineup together what's the point then though it's you get you start right you get that foothold uh, into the scene and you build into it you look for some upgrades here and there and and you're really trying to strike it big when cs2 comes out i think at the moment you're just getting you're, involved in the getting scene. in the door if that's what you want to be in the door for then fair enough like I, I can understand it from that angle for the cs2 release expecting things to pop off right and, and wanting to Wanting to make sure you have something to compete with in the early days. I mean, the goal is going to be that. is going to be to create a lineup that looks like it has enough potential and danger that you can attract a bigger name player to it down the road. And I just I don't think they have that at the moment. Sure. Yeah. I. 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 Well, when we're talking about a TSM, like I'm thinking about a, and I know these are not comparable in terms of the size of the org, or maybe they are, and I'm wrong. Uh, but I, well, actually, Apex is big. They have a lot of money in terms of like where, where they're funded. But in terms of notoriety, yeah. uh, maybe that's a better way to frame it here. Obviously, TSM is like a, is a globally known brand. Um, but Gamer Legion and Apex of teams who have had players poach. Now, for Gamer Legion, it's quite huge. You've lost your star rifler who had a breakout major and was in the contention to be the MVP and your next big thing in-game leader who's the talk of the town and was so since he was in the academy roster, right? Those are the two pieces you just had taken. And what you're essentially left with is Acor and Orpa who has had a resurgence since, you know, he kind of had the, the lights turned out towards the end of Maus. He came back, bounced back and was impactful. And then you have two of the more supportive elements of the team, Kios and Isaac. And it's like, okay, well, they're good they, they they're good soldiers they're going to do their job they're good elements in the team for that regard but you just have to replace them with a star and an in-game leader it's like well fuck yeah me. you've been gutted right? so they're fucked and they're in like the top 10 in the world rankings right now and it's like from here the expectation was already going to be hard for these guys and people were already going to be touting and yelling fluke even if they had Emma and shuit anyway 
now now they're doomed. Now they they're fucked. No matter what they do, they're not a big enough you know piece to be able to grab some star names. And for Apex, is not as bad, right? They lose JL. Like it, it, he he's a big personality. I like what I see. It he he looks like he has potential to be an impactful Counter Strike player. But they replaced him with Kakanito, someone who we know people have been talking about. It, it could be a good replacement yeah. for that, right? So for Apex, might not be the end of the world there. Uh, but for Gamer Legion, it feels like it's curtain call. Um, the only yeah, I'm trying to think who else is affected. The only silver lining for for Gamer Legion is really the fact that when you lose those two players, you know, you immediately get all the blame taken off your shoulders as well. I don't I don't think that fluke run is going to be is going to be hit hit them too hard just because of the fact that they lost Ima and, and, and Shui, right? Like you there's no way they can recover and stay in the same place. No, no you can't. You right? can't even have the expectations that they'll be close. Exactly. And the the high that you just had of where you were, like, you know, that's a fucking, that's the story that you can tell, but that's it. It's just a story now. Like, it's not anything you get another chance at in recent history to have another crack at, like to back it up. And that, that sucks. That must feel pretty shitty. Um, like Mouse is essentially going to be, they're not a whole new roster, right? Apparently I saw a tweet from Striker today, and we touched on this before, but there was rumors about Torji potentially being replaced as well. Apparently they're going to stick with Torji. So it's frozen Shui, Torji, Exertion, and uh, Yimpat, who is like the younger brother of uh, Sergey. Yeah. Right. Uh, who's was on the Mouse NXT roster. I'm just looking at all the names. Did here. you, Pro, by the way, wait, really cool. quick about Mouse. Did you ever in your wildest dream see the JDC drop? Uh, that was that, that was the other one next to Glaive that I did not see coming whatsoever. For me, I think if Mao's like in the position Mao's were in, I think that they sh- they should have just kept Frozen and Exertion and and built around those two. Um, and I thought that they were on that path with the Torji rumors. Like I don't think JDC is a bad player. Same as Dexter, I don't think he's a bad player. But I think from where Mao's w- with the base of Exertion and Frozen could go, like if they had a couple of players who they could produce a little bit more from. Like Shui is a, I think is an upgrade. Yeah, right. Absolutely. He's a, so. So there you go. I think uh, uh, bringing in the bringing in Jim Yimpa. I don't know. That I have to wait and see. Like I, I don't know how this kid's going to be. Right. That one I'm a little bit more uncertain about. So maybe this is another thing. Mouse can change again in the future if they feel the need going into CS2. They're they're a team who feels very fl- flexible to be able to try some of these newer pieces like this. Right. Um, and it doesn't feel like it's going to impact their ranking of you know, anywhere from top eight to top 20, right? That's kind of the realm of where I see Mounds most of the time. Like we know we had the little breakthrough periods where they were top eight of the major, right? But um, it never felt like they were crazy dangerous all the time. Um, but they they could be, yeah. just not all the time. Just not all the time. No. I, what do you think? Do you, oh, dude, this is what I was saying. And then I, I fucking tangented. Um, Virtus Pro's Twitter. You know, they went over to Argentina or whatever to play this fucking event, right? They got invited to replace somebody. Let, let me get the story straight here. I don't want to. <laughs> this is, this is uh, new. What Argentina event did they go to? So they went to this Argentinian event just the other day and they, they won it. It was just one game that they had to play, right? What so the fuck? Uh, where is it? They flew it to Argentina fire- for one game. Yeah, Fire League Battle 2023. Um, where's the news on this? Let me see if I can find the news. But they went to play against 9Z. And 9Z is a uh, tries team, right? Just so everybody yeah. has that that anchor point. Where's the news about this? Virtus Pro Fire League. Uh, I thought they were invited. Uh, I, th- I thought they replaced someone. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm confl- conflating it with something else. But it, it doesn't... It, uh, on their website, our CSGO roster is invited to play Fire League 2023 Global Finals in Barcelona. In Barcelona? I thought they went to Argentina. Okay. Is this the wrong article? What am I reading here? I don't know. 
take place on the 25th. Oh, this is something different. The event will take place from the 25th to the 29th of October. That's different news. Yeah, this was this nice was just a show match. This 9Z thing was just a show match. Dude, what a fucking... Of course, Virtus Pro went to this, dude. This, Wait, it was just a show match? It's single. There were only two. It was just one match. Virtus Pro versus 9Z. First place got 100,000. Second place I, got yeah, 50,000. I guess it doesn't matter, but I, I swear they got invited to this thing, like for some reason, right? To, to this show match. They probably did. But dude, the tweets that their social media account made while playing this one match where they are the heavy fucking favorite. Like there's no doubt in the world who their favorite is in this. Let me send a couple here in TeamSpeak. Take a look at that one, first of all. Like the these, whoever is doing the Twitter for these people just either doesn't give a fuck <laughs> like, or just is tone deaf or what? I don't fucking know. Check this one out. The evolution of the trash icon. Windows 1995, oh, 98, no. 2000, 2001, 2006, 2015, 2023, the 9Z logo. What the fuck, man? If you're not beating these guys, I would be surprised. Why are they going so hard in the paint? <laughs> like it, that's crazy. it's not fair like it's consider like the, the comparison of teams like what is this shit talk I know. it's like it's it's deplorable it is and especially for for yeah where as you said like where the teams are and where the what the expectations of them as well but i mean i don't know i guess for virtus pro you haven't played in a fucking when was the last time they played like a meaningful match like, I don't know, but I, I, as I'm saying, it's deplorable. Maybe I like that they just want to be this villain, and this could be cool. We could have like an actual villain, like these people who like just don't give a fuck. I don't know if that's the team or if that's the social media, but like we need someone who's just a bad guy, and I feel like they have that bad guy energy about them, Jason. They carry it with them whether they like it or not, just because of the play style. I think. Yeah, build up into uh, it. They haven't really played a meaningful match since since the RMR. Yeah, they did take a. It, they've had this weird this since this Chiron thing happened, like. Chiron was, you know, they they kind of. What is this? What is what is this ESL Challenger Katowice? They won. They beat. They went to this Ents. event. Uh, yeah, okay. this was after Dallas, I think, uh, or was it before Dallas? Either way, it was it was not that long ago. But it was just this. It was a land that they had in Katowice. So I think it was to replace yep. something else that didn't happen. But they they've added Mir since, and they haven't said who Mir is in the team to replace. But Mir played for Norbert at this event we were just talking about. Um, what are you doing if you're Norbert? Nazi. You're just like sticking around to get cucked every every once in a while. Well, I don't know, but it, but it could also be Kicker who's gone, and then it's also weird they got Mir because he's 27, and also he he's rumored to be difficult to work with as well. So it's just so weird considering how many players are available. And the reason I thought about that is like this is a team that's made these roster changes seem so labored and difficult and awkward and just like. Ugh. And then you you said it before, like falling into the lap. Cloud Nine is the perfect example of a team who, if this. Uh, electronic perfecto thing does end up happening um, is awesome. Like it, it's it's probably roster change of the off season. Like yeah, it, and and they didn't even mean they they probably didn't even know it was happening going into it. And they're just like, hold up a second, electronic and perfecto, they're available. Fuck yes, we're having troubles. We can't get past this barrier. We can grab two majors. Yeah. Like, bro, fuck yeah. Cloud9 must have a hard on right now. Yeah, Jack has to be just fucking having a great time with how this is all all played out. And you know they'll spend for them, man. Yep, you should. You, I mean, you absolutely should, especially considering the discount you got on getting the team in the first place. You should throw a little cash at, at the upgrades to actually make it happen and make them competitive in each and every single event. I think it's crazy. Like they still, like I saw tweets of like Electronic at the Cloud9 headquarters, and I haven't seen any official announcement that this roster has come through. Even on the Blast event page on HLTV, it still has the old lineup listed for C9. 
Oh, so United's not even in that, actually, are they? No, no, no. no, in the, no. In the, in the, what are you talking about? In the, in the top 10, excuse me. In the top 10, they still have the old lineup. Oh, listed. yeah, because they haven't announced anything. Yeah. There's been a no announcement from them. Like, I think almost all the teams have done their rosters now. Like, let me just bring this up again. Heroic didn't change. Vitality changed one that we know. FaZe, G2 didn't change. Ents didn't change. Cloud9 potentially changing. Game Legion haven't announced the replacements. Apex added Kakanito. Liquid with Rain Waker and Patsy. Uh, VP have added Mir, but we don't know who for yet. Monty haven't announced their fifth. Mao's announced their fifth today of Yimpats. Uh, Hampus is back NIP for NIP. Hampus. Fury is done with Fallen and Cello. Then you get to fours. We, haven't, we don't know new fours yet because Jerry and Zorty are out. Yep. We don't know new fours yet, but maybe that doesn't matter. There'll be a whole new team. Right? Jerry was essentially the heart of that. I was going to say, like, once Jerry's gone to that team, does it does it really matter who's who's coming in? Like, that's going to have to be that's going to be a project. We're in, interested to see if like nine can get back into the swing of things in the second half of the year. Right, there yep. was a bit of groundswell, a bit of hype around them. Into the breach, I guess, is fucked. Um, yep, they're down to just three players. So, yeah, <sighs> not going great for them either. Um, Bad News Eagles said the same. Complexity added a liege. Yeah, then you start getting into the nine Zs, the Greyhounds, ecstatic. So where the fuck is Vault going? Did Vault join a team? Because Vault was on Into the Breach, and so was. Cypher, now both of them are gone. Let's find out. And now into the no breach team. Crucial and Thomas. Vault leaves into the breach. That's the uh, that's the announcement. That's it. Dude, what are we even... What, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's all, I do it's know, all weird. I do know tomorrow there's a best of three in Oz. It's the uh, grand final winner qualifies for ESL Pro League Season 18. Vertex taking on Rooster. Oh. It's an Aussie matchup. Now, Rooster, the same, they're playing with the same roster that they played in last Pro League season. Was it last pro league season? Was the season before? No, it was last pro league season, right? Yeah. Uh, Chelios, ADK, Nedic, ASAP, and TJP. So they're playing together again. And they're against Vertex, who has a PZ, uh, Malta, yeah, has a PZ, Malta, Brace, and Addict. And um, it, it, that'll be a fun game. I think hopefully there's an IP available. Oh, no, there probably won't be because the ESL thing's here. So I won't be able to watch it in the Go TV. Can't you? Ah. You can get, get, get some co streaming rights, Chad. Stream that bad boy. No, but I don't I co-stream the fucking the stream. I don't want to co-stream the stream. I want to watch. I want to see the guys doing the setup nades, and I want to see you know how this guy's opening up in this round. Yeah, like, but surely you could get the IP and just stream the Go TV. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Stream it I your still own would way. would pay. I would pay like a monthly subscription to get the IPs. Like if Blast said, actually, it wouldn't even be monthly. It would just have to be event based. If Blast said twenty five bucks. And you get a GoTV IP for every single one of our matches for the two weeks. What if they said a hundred bucks? Would you do it for a hundred? I'd still do it. Still do it. What's the what's the cutoff? I think a hundred is probably too much for most people. Twenty five, I think, is probably like uh, maybe a little bit of a low valuation. Maybe if we said five dollars a day. Okay. So how many days of? Uh, I think it's like twelve. Okay. Yeah. So like, if I was going to buy a movie or something on Amazon, right? Like a Prime TV, it'd you be get it. somewhere between like five and ten. Euros and you get like shit. you get like 24 hours to watch it once you start. <laughs> yeah, so this year if I paid $5 a day to watch two matches in the GoTV with GoTV access. Yeah. That's not bad. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's still like not everyone would, I would like the option. I don't think many people would do it. No. But I would. You would. That's all that so, matters. 
like in this example, yeah, it does. Are there, uh, what are the other matches? If we, we did group A with Blast, if we go down to like group B, you have the new big lineup is in we there. We just started talking. Oh man, what's that going to be about? I just, every time I think about that, Jason, it makes me more and more upset. <laughs> like this whole time of like, yeah, no, nah, Tabson wants to build this, build this, and then Sirius leaves and then the fucking wheels fall off. And that's like, but Tabson, man, you could have been, you could have been great. But this is, this has been our complaints for years about this is like, it's admirable. Every time we start talking about it's it, man, admirable. Big, like, this again but you've missed the window where tabson can <sighs> actually go out so now he's like stuck in this well now I, crimbo i think will be the tabson of the future so if they get if they if they keep crimbo in this path crimbo can be the tabson replacement when tabson goes to coach they just need more and now they're in english so mantu's orping they uh, they promoted process and sin and we've seen sin before and their opening game is against heroic didn't so they should get fucking steamroll why are they why are they going english though didn't we read something at one point where mantu could no it was me i fucked up Okay. okay so this was years ago right when this whole mantu thing so i heard when i heard about mantu and where he came from it was like alternate attacks or something and when he was on alternate attacks he was in the team with dude right it's a german team and apparently dude was his mate so I made this fucking assumption that if he was that in he alternate attacks German. with a German, that they were speaking German. Well, okay. they weren't fucking speaking German. Um, I it, it was a bad assumption. And uh, I, I remember talking in the past about, yeah, Mantu should join big. Like he speaks German, da, 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 da. And then they're like, no, nah, Mantu doesn't speak German. <laughs> and you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah, but I learned that a couple of years ago that he didn't speak okay. German. And then they put out in the most recent statement because the misinformation, it fucking, it spread. Mate, this is... It was, it, it was a bad assumption. That's a, ass out of me and everybody. It's a wild play to have four Germans and speak English for, for one guy, for man two. But they've done it before, right? Didn't we have them do this before with like Zantaras? Yeah. Or do they speak German? And yeah, but uh, would you say that like, Zantaras upside at the time was probably... Smuya? They did it for Smuya. Yeah, well, and that that got him to uh to the finals of Cologne. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there so okay. maybe they have to speak English. So smoothie on this lineup, baby. No, but heroic's nothing like heroic. We expect to just come in, and take care of business. Like you know, yep. they'll get through the games. Navi's really interesting. I know. I'm going to say on debut, people be like, they played a show match the other day. They're on debut at Blast, right? Did you watch in that? Serious capacity? No, I didn't. Okay, I didn't either. Oh, no. I could. I didn't uh, think it was going to be taken seriously in any meaningful way, so I didn't. I just didn't bother watching. Yeah. I, well, the thing is, maybe it'd be cool to see some of the big Counter Strike names in the server, but like I think. Oh, they mix up. The they mix up the teams. Some, That's not in every game, though. I don't think did they. I think some of the, some of them they played um, with the actual roster. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I see that. Know, yeah. I, I gotcha. I see it. They did. They did normal for the first two and the third deciding map. They they mixed it up. Yeah, and it's like it's cool if you want to see your players out there like fucking around or you know whatever. That's fine, but for me, I know that it's it's like a friendly, it's like a scratch match. There's nothing yeah. really on the line here, you know. It's not even an exhibition match. It's just for just for shits and giggles. Um, uh, what were we saying? Oh, uh, yeah. So Australis will see play tonight when they play this online qualifier. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see Bow up in the server. Should be of should be soon, shouldn't it? Uh, when device tweet that? I don't know. I know that uh, Smoo made a tweet. He's going to play in it as well. Okay. He said he's bringing back benched heroes to play in it. Sweet. So I'm sure there'll be some matches. Been, on. When been, miss, been missing that team. Well, I think it's just, you know, it's a bit of having, having What do you think of this new Vitality or this new uh, Navi roster? It's so weird. Um, it's so weird yeah, to me. I, I can't place it. Like, es- essentially, I'm just trying to position 
and think what the obstacles are. I imagine language. like the language being one of them, like one one that uh, you know I've, I'm always talking about. So I imagine that being a big one, even though there's players from international teams, but once more. Um, the vocab and, and getting everybody on the same page about how to react to all these things. That's going to be one of the bigger hurdles in the beginning. Um, and the, the other is the re like, can Emma and JL produce again that level of Counter-Strike? Like it's a great, a great little uh, debut on the major stage, yep. you know? Like it's a, it's a great little, hello, this is what we're capable of. But at top tier Counter-Strike, it's about coming back in and doing it time and time again. And that's the, that's the next big question for me. So yeah, it's weird. I never thought I would see Alexi B in a, in a Navi jersey. I never thought I'd see Simple being led by Alexi B. But, you know, you look at his catalog now of teams that he's been in-game leading. Maybe this was the writing on the wall if a team like this ever went international. I'm not, I'm not excited about it because it's a team that I feel loses its identity a bit. But at the same time, sure. if you look at Navi, you could say that the heart of the Navi Counter-Strike team is simple and has been for some time. But... Um, you know, the more the more we murky the waters with just a plethora of international teams, I feel the less there is reasons to root for these teams, depending on where you're from. Which maybe not necessarily a bad thing, um, but it just it's you you have to then identify with the players or what those players represent on a different level, um, and that might be difficult for some fans to do. But yeah, I, I'm not excited for the new Navi. I'm interested to see how they. Look. Yeah, I I I don't. I have no expectation. Tell tell me this because I I feel like I ha I don't know if my view of Alexi is like on point, but I I have like this image built up in my head of of like this in-game leader who like really wants to have like structure being his way. And I don't even know if this is all true. This is just like pieced together. I don't know how much of like a hardcore in-game leader he comes when it is, when it, when it comes to like having structure and doing things this way and going through the, you know, the proper protocols, how loose, how much freedom does he give individuals? I feel like I don't have a good read of what kind of an in-game leader he is because he keeps getting, he keeps getting picked up and, and put in these positions to have success and be be put in good lineups, but he keeps having issues. And I, I don't know what the issue is anymore. Well, here's the thing, right? Like, what is the responsibility of a leader? And I imagine that is different in every team. And 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 I look at some of the stronger teams here and what they're able to to accomplish. And it's that uh, unity, right? You look at Heroic, who are the number one ranked team in the world right now. Yeah. Well, we, we call them like the brotherhood. And that's what Katie and, and and co i don't know exactly who's responsible for it but it seems like Katie and plays a big role of that is to to bring them all together and to curate that environment um i think you know when i look at phase i look at carrigan who tries to you know he always speaks very respectfully and very highly of his players i feel like he tries to set up like a, a good like level of trust and understanding of like you know uh of of the way that maybe they not the a game. brotherhood but a unit in, in a way yeah, yeah like and and they they all you know when they operate best is when each of them trust each other and they all consider one another to be you know the best of the best because that's when i think about phase is like you can make a move where you don't have to worry about what your teammates doing in that scenario yeah if that makes sense yep. like um uh, what else have we got here uh i guess vitality had that in a like I felt they had to I mean, work between, on it, right? it wasn't there initially. No, but like when you have Apex or when you have Magisk, Dupree, and Zonic, you automatically have some kind of like a core cohesion. I don't, sure. I don't know what name we, what word we would put to it in terms of brotherhood or like a unit, but maybe family fit. Maybe, like you that, felt like you had that Maddie cohesion Penn. of the core. Yeah, yeah. I think G two is a little bit more difficult with that. And they don't, they don't have one at all. <laughs> Well, yeah, right. I think that there, there's you look at it's like Hooksy's feels a little bit disjointed. I know that was a lot of the critique. Like he's not. You can see him trying to get the boys fired up while they're playing. Yeah, like you know, and him. But it is it. He's not the same. Like 
and he's not in the same position as uh Kadian on heroic either right like but he's not he's not like looked up to as the yeah he doesn't have that natural authority that everyone that everyone looks to and then when you look at Alexi, well, now you consider that he has to, and I don't mean compete in the sense of like they're going to lock horns or anything, but this is just the way that, you know, the personalities and the people are. Well, Alexi, as a leader type, most leader types, right? Some of them are a bit more tactical, so they're a bit quieter, but most leader types definitely have a way that they want to do things. Um, and that that's obviously going to clash with Simple because we know that he has ways that he likes to do things. And then you wonder how that then overlaps with Blade yep. on the team. So in terms of what Alexi can do or what Alexi will do, um, it also depends on which version of Alexi can come into this team, right? Like, what does day one look like, right? Who's who's the big swinging yeah. dick in the room? I imagine it's simple. It would have to be. I mean, you just have so, you just you you have. I think that's that's the kind of Navi is just like there's there's so many question marks at the moment with what this team is going to look like. If everybody frags, it could be fun. I mean, I, I imagine like, it's going to be fun even if it fails. To be quite honest with you, it's just the question is, you know, they they're another one of those teams that are going to be judged to the standard of the past year and a half, which is number one in the world or top three in the world, and knocking on the door of winning events until until towards the end uh, around the Paris Major time. But you know, those are the expectations of the Navi organization. Yeah, well, they're like essentially a brand new team now. Yep. Right, like they they as far as the roster goes, a brand new team um, with recent parts that have played well right that's that's it like and and i i don't know it's not an old team the average age of the team is 24.1 so that that's a good sign i i hope it isn't marking like the future and then even more teams start to go international i hope that like we've hit some fucking magical threshold or something like i would really prefer if we we don't continue going international i know it makes it better for teams from smaller regions but i would like us to at least keep some some some, teams, some regional teams yeah. would be nice having mixed in uh, just a couple yeah I know if all the teams at the top go international then we just start a league under it where it is just national teams <laughs> we get that world cup you always wanted yeah we see what we can get done there but it is crazy man they're like, all international now it, yeah right like the the Danes aren't right? obviously heroic Australis like they're not cloud nine I would cloud still this is regional I wouldn't yeah yeah and then after that, you have the Americans. But that's so that's complexity. two teams in the top six are, are regional. Everyone else is international. Yep. Fuck's sake. Yep. It's, uh, it's a whole new <laughs> it's, world. It's a whole new universe out there. Whole, yeah. yeah, as Aladdin would say. Um, we touched on Liquid, touched on G2 didn't make any changes, talked about OG, talked about FaZe didn't make any changes. Yeah, this is, I don't know, this is this is going to be a fun blast, I think. I'm with you. I'm, I'm just going to watch these intently and just kind of enjoy the ride, enjoy the first glimpses. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think what's going to be really fun is to watch the changes, if any, between the teams at Blast and the teams at Cologne, which is what, like two weeks after Blast ends? Not even? Hold up a second. Big just announced their Cologne lineup. Tabson, Crimbo, Sensei, Prosus, and Sin. So no Mantu. So Mantu can't play? So I guess that they can only use players... What? Uh, because of... so Did they qualify through was, the Meistershaft or something? Well, Big Academy did. So I, I, I imagine that Mantu wouldn't mm-hmm. have been on the list of big academy to qualify like because essentially they they just have brought like tabson onto this roster right um to play cologne that's a because i think crimbo played the meister shaft with 
the the rest of them. I think Hyped was even playing for the Academy team. I don't, I don't know exactly. I'd have to go and check. But it's a bit of fan dangling that's gone on here. But for whatever reason, the long and the short, and the most important detail, not how we got there, is the fact that Mantu can't play Cologne with them. So they just added Mantu and the biggest event for them in the year, they can't play with their five. <laughs> well, that is the, that's the that's classic big, to be fair. Like, yeah, this is a team that just cannot play with their fucking starting roster ever. Yeah, why would you? Why Why would you? Why would you want to play with your starting five? Fucking crazy, isn't it? What the fuck? Like, yeah, because I, I just I just opened Reddit, uh, which I'm doing less and less these days. Uh, and uh, I just was looking through and I saw that 13 minutes ago. I was like, what the fuck? That's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the tweet right now. That's, Poor guy. that's so wild. Yeah. I wonder if they knew about this when they picked him up. Like, would you would you make this pickup happen if you knew about this? Uh, I don't know. I guess like they're not just thinking about one event, right? And and also if they wanted to make sure they qualified for Cologne, then maybe they should have played in the Meisterschaft. So, <sighs> um, you know, I guess there's there's a couple of ways to skin a cat how, or whatever. How fucking, the fucking weird. Goes. Yep. Um. All right. Well, I guess. We can just the two of us, Jason. We can we can be done. Yeah, we can we can we can pack right. We've spoken a lot about a lot of things. Yeah, we've covered a lot of a lot of subjects. I do. I I don't know if people would be interested. If there are any people who think they might be interested in me, maybe with a plus one or or something, just rambling for like thirty minutes each day after blast and just uploading it after the matches. Um, if people would be interested in that, let me know because I I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to be watching the game. So if there is any interest, then maybe I'll I'll consider doing that and just have a like these brief little little things i do want to talk more micro and macro and detail of counter-strike in it as well as a bit more of a recap i know that's nerdy i know that's not everyone's cup no, of tea. but it's your kind of nerdy yeah i just can't stop like i fucking love ancient i just can't stop making videos i made i like because we were really struck we got owned right we were playing playing the other day and we got fucking absolutely destroyed by uh nico danish nico right sure and his, his cronies he's and they just fucking pummeled us they just went full mid control every round on ancient and had full b lane control and we're like no no fuck this and you're playing so t like, side you got nowhere to go yeah so we watched the demo of course as you do you watch a phase of demo and then we learned the way that they were like taking the mid control and we started implementing that and and then i was like well fuck it let's just get like work out how to get full control so i made this youtube video for the boys it's not complete but I've been in the lab, man. Oh, wait, this is the wrong one. This one I linked. This one here is a liquid uh, B-pop on an anti-eco on the T side. And this one here is really cool. I've, I've sped up and I've slowed down certain parts. I love the flashes and the parting that Nitro is able to get away with here. OC flashing behind the pillar as he, as he runs in. OC did fuck his smoke and his molly, though. So I've improved those, Jason. Okay, but, um, yeah. anyway, anyway, I've gone on another tangent. Yeah, but you really, you really have gotten nerdy into, into the nitty gritty. This is the kind of stuff that that Rush is going to really, you know, struggle with. You're not going to get him sitting down watching these YouTube videos. Yeah, maybe. I, well, yeah, you're right. He is. He's a casual Andy. We there's too much of that these days. Too many casual Andys. Need a couple more hardcore Harrys. All right, let's get out of here. Cool. Peace. <laughs>